Blog Talk Radio. Kubrick is amazing, weed is amazing, you can do the healing, I'ma make it killing, ancient drug dealing, all through America, oh what a feeling, huh, line them up, jook them, stick them up and whip them, bring it back, selector, might not never see me, God is so clever, rise in the morning, nigga, fresh every weather, elemental gesture, I smoke purple in the rain, I shun away the pain, guilt disappears, the killer will appear, dip a loosey little bro, you would never fear, repercussions, concussions, shooting up the functions, hate is just a slave, masters need you angry, listless and lazy, apathetic faggotry made these bitches lazy, until you really conscious, pro-methods tasty, lean with me baby, rest with me sweetie, she whispered in my ears, her flesh is really needy, feed me, feed me, KTL cereal, red pills, blue pills, arch degree decode skills, black dot, hip hop, Oba, Bobby, Valentine taught me everything, Delbit with a ray gun, I dare you to front son, and I'm a more, and I'm on tour, flying through the waters, nigga, where the fuck is y'all, you can ask whores, Fat God scores, 9pm Central, go feed your mental, Tuesdays and Fridays, the God make you special, the God make you special, yeah, 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 half the kids don't like you, shit that shot you, kiss don't kiss you, style speed on you, touch me and die, nigga, put you in pie, <laughs> Yeah, 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 KTL nigga, Tuesdays and Fridays, 9 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Central, yeah, ha, yeah, get it, Red House nigga, Red House in this motherfucker, shout out to everybody that's motherfucker, super intelligent nigga, extra special, extraordinary, you know, fuck that you, we ain't a motherfucking, fucking, weird, Cultural, emotional niggas, nigga. We making shit happen, nigga. We making shit happen, nigga. Where can you see us in the future, nigga? Film, media, technology, nigga. Bread, nigga. This bread, nigga. This motherfucking bread, nigga. Farms, nigga. You understand what I'm talking about, nigga? Yeah. Self-sufficient. Yeah, G-shit, nigga. Fuck you talking about? Your nigga still talking and arguing and all that old cornball shit, nigga. We about to get this bread, boy. Fuck you talking about feeding them babies, little nigga. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Free all the motherfucking real political prisoners, man. Free all the real political prisoners. Shout out to everybody, man. Black and noble. Shout out to everybody. Blog talk, nigga. What? Yes, sirree. Yes, sirree. Peace to you and yours. Welcome back to Know the Ledge Radio. And you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. This is your host for the Blue Pill, the Blue Pillow. All right. Going to be joined very soon by my co-host for the Red Pill. And a little bit later on, I believe Casey the Octagree will be checking in. All right. The brother is currently attending Umar Johnson in Atlanta. So I'm sure he's going to be calling in with some updates. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully we get a word from the doc in, if possible. 
two on the bench. I think. Everybody has returned in good spirits. 
you know, with uh, all of your health intact. You know, if not, we would definitely like to hear about that. If there's anything that we can do about that, we'll make definitely the uh, necessary recommendations or what have you. the help of the remedy that you need. All right. Yeah. Give me one second. Let me go and open up. Live from a call, call from three four seven six five zero. Peace, 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 peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. This is your co-host, the brother Red Pill, reporting live and direct. Peace. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Was goody. Was goody in the field. I mean, you know, another day. Nah, I don't. I ain't out there. I tell you, you know, I was in the field, though. I just wasn't in the field that you were in. I report. I'll give you a live, I'll give you a field report from where I was at. Oh, I'll give you a field report about where I was at, too. You know, huh? reporting live. Reporting live from Harlem, USA at this moment. Okay. Uh, I was on the ground today, Black Friday, hashtag. I mean, and I was online today, HH. HTTP dot com and all of that, and it was yeah, a lot more. I can't hear you. I said I was online today as well. www dot. Chopping up, chopping up, Huh? What'd you say? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Sound like you was talking and click a second ago, like Oh, well, I'm at the copy shop, so I don't know if the reception is getting... Yeah, you are. No, man, it's very slow. I'm set. Say that again? I said, you are eight now, just let it flow. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, so I was in Harlem today, Harlem, USA, with the family. Uh, shout out to the brother, Sarnetta, Sutek, Sankofa, uh, and a few other people. That uh, they were on the scene and whatnot, and we were just out there enjoying the festivities, seeing our people. You know, Europeans were protesting for Mike Brown, and brown people were shopping. That's what it, that's what was going on in all of the day, and that's a fact. No church, no no churches came out. No Calvin butts. You know, no Reverend Pork Chop. Nigga from Atla. None of them was in the streets. Nobody was holding. I, there's a whole lot of protests going on online and stuff, but in Harlem, you know, the home of the black man, the black woman, you know, the the, the headquarters of Black America. Yeah, they were shopping heavy. It wasn't even. Yeah, and I'm what I made like thirty dollars today, for fifty dollars. You know, they wasn't shopping <laughs> black. So you know, that was my oh. experience. After all of the work that was put in, after all of the, you know, everybody on Facebook. All the bohooing, uh, yeah, all that bohooing they were doing. Yeah, all that bohooing. You would have thought that it would have got to Harlem, though. But it did get to Harlem, but interestingly enough, it got to 
the residents of Harlem that don't look like us. And they're going hard. How about it? They're going hard. Yeah. I don't know if it's a mother. I can't talk about I, I'm not I'm not in a position where I could even throw them under the bus right now. How about that? Word of my mother. If I tell you You're, I seen the same thing where I was at. You understand know I me? Mean? And I had to go downtown, family, because I had some issues with my computer that I need to fix. And I don't know no <laughs> black person with Apple parts. You know? <laughs> You feel me? I don't know no black person. But I don't even know no black person or Moorish or Hebrew, uh, melanated, carbonated, burn face, Ethiopian, whatever you want to say, however you want to spin it. I don't know none with no computer parts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know where I could get a Moorish mouse at. You feel me? Like, so I mouse? had to capitulate. Yeah, I had to capitulate. I had to go see them folks. <laughs> There ain't no you know simple just repairing computers right now. We need y'all. I got a Canon yeah. and a Mac that needs to get fixed. And I don't want to go to Charlie. I want to go to the temple or the National Black, you know? We can't have no pop-up shops, something. None of that. So I had to go see them folks. And then I had to get organic avocados and organic bananas because I got an order, you know what I'm saying, for some of that good sea moss. And I couldn't even think of any melanated folks that I know to even have the produce on lot. Now, I could go mm-hmm. to my Dominicans and get the oversized avocados, but they my ingredients specify, yeah, organic. You know, I, I stick to, you know, the pedigree of my product. So when I got to go get organic, I got to go to the hipsters. I'm sorry, but that's what I got to do until anything changes. You feel yeah, me? This is New York. I, had, I was downtown. That might not mm-hmm. be familiar with. I'm just letting the family know we're in New York. That might not be familiar with us. Not this is the, the Empire State. This is where everybody's at. You understand? You understand? I don't care what your nationality is. I don't care what planet you're from. I don't care what. Yeah, uh, you got some uh, representation uh, out here. I don't care what territory you claim. All of your representatives, your councils. Your senators, all of them, they're right here. All right, we have representatives yeah, from everybody yeah. in the town. <laughs> yeah, ambassadors. Because people try to make it too. Spokesman. So we're on the West Coast. No, New York right now is not just New York people. New York is really what they said it was on the news. This is the melting pot. This is a cosmopolitan city. Everybody's here. Every country in Africa you could think of. Every Eastern Indian country, uh, Hindu Kush. Uh, uh, 18th Dynasty, Kemet, uh, the Sudan, all of them is right here. So there's no excuse. Yeah, here. Right here. Okay? Right here. The right Geechee here. Niggas, my, my Geechee family from the mud, from the boot, you know what The brothers from the backwoods and everything, and Pecker Woods and everything. Chances Everybody's are, here. yeah, you got somebody out so, here. Here. Yeah, so if, if anything is to be done, the representatives are here. They're on the they on the team. We drafted them. They 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 in the building. So like Blue was saying, um, unfortunately, no, you you didn't let me here. finish what I was saying. So let nah, me finish what I'm saying before you even tell them what I was saying. You didn't hear what I got to say. <laughs> so you know, I'm downtown. 
You know what I'm saying? The Pilgrims is out, real thick, real heavy. You know what I'm saying? In the Christmas spirit, you know, everything in society is promoting it. You feel me? The songs is going. You know, they 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 pouring hot chocolate to one another. Yeah, you tiding, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, you, you broke that off your shoulders. It ain't got nothing to do with you. You keep it moving. I mean, I seen a lot of my people participating. But that's none of my business, right? Right. <laughs> so I had to go to Best Buy, B. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm yeah, like, yo, yeah, let me price. Out. Let me let me price what's going on because for the particular part that I needed, you know, like I said, I, I just there's not too many places that I could find myself and, and get these competing. So I just wanted to see what the sales look like. You know what I'm saying, I'm like, yo. Maybe there's something decent. And I'm doing this for the betterment of my nation. You feel me? I need a hard yeah. drive so I can dump these documents on it so I can free up space so I can get things done in a quicker time management is important to my business. You know what I'm saying? And that's important to the dissemination of information, the completion of tasks and products or what have you. So for the overall goal of what I'm doing for myself and those that are involved with it that we're doing, you know, this is something that has to be done. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here having problems right now getting some of these uh, blasts out and what have you because I got problems. I got issues with this uh, this computer. So go up and Best Buy. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I just had to see what was going on. And I'm like, I'm dying anyway. You feel me? I don't got my camera on me, but at least I can report. I, I can utilize my eye sockets. My optics, you know what I'm saying? I can see it was good. Yeah. You don't got the movie glasses, but you got your eyes. I got my eyes. My people was up like she was going out of style, baby, for real. And, I mean, I understand, you know, because my thing is like this. Certain aspects of what's being promoted are flawed to begin with because you're telling of people with limited resources, okay? You know, I mean, I hear the figures about a trillion dollars or what have you, but it ain't like there's a group of us sitting up in the peas and sitting yeah, on fifteen million a piece, going out <laughs> and having blowing a million when we not looking. Collectively, you know, all of that money's accrued into a particular figure where you could be like, "Yo, we got mad bread as a collective." But we don't spend money as a monolithic group. We're not spending all of that on one thing. A lot of it is going towards electronics and technology. You know, a lot of it is going towards the hair care and everything. But you know, just my shit is to each his own, man. I'm one of them dudes. You feel me? Because more importantly than anything, I'm interested with you being happy. Whatever's going to make you happy so your attitude could be adjusted in a particular way. So if I do give you a compliment, you can recognize it as such, and we can keep the energy reciprocated, then so be it. That's more important to me than anything else, you know, because people going to be who people going to be, and that's another thing that we have to understand. But, like, they didn't even have no deals in Best Buy, B. Everything was marked to price. And I was just like, yo, 
Look how they just feed him. You know what I'm saying? Like, they couldn't get enough of that shit. They couldn't hold that shit down. Like, people was was, was running out of that spot with, 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 with stuff, you know. But, oh, so let me say, like, so your strategy is what? You're telling people don't support Black Friday when the deals are most beneficial to people with limited resources supposed to not cave in, right? and get a deal, but they're going to go and buy it anyway. So if there was a deal on the table, you're telling them don't get it when it, when it's on sale, but get it when the shit is full price? I don't see where the strategy's at in that. Yo, hold back your, <laughs> hold back your dollars on Black Friday. You know what I'm saying? Boycott and hit them in the pocket. Nigga, if you don't catch the deal, how are you hitting them in the pocket? <laughs> I don't get it. Because they're going to buy. They're going to buy. Unless you got tanks, there's nothing that you're going to do that's going to separate them. Yo, if I tell you the, the fucking line outside of House of Hoops, oh, my God. Yo, there's nothing. And I'm not being pessimistic. I'm telling you, straight up, show me different. There's nothing you're going to do to keep these niggas from the Jordans. It's just, it's just not going to happen. No, no, there's nothing that you're going to do to keep these niggas from their Jordans or their LeBrons or whatever else to answer. I don't know what they I don't know what they was lined up for. I said, I asked them. They wasn't outside chocolate or nothing. The niggas was outside in the freezing. Breathing temperature, patiently waiting online for whatever it is they was waiting for. But nah, best buy, forget about it. It was a feeding frenzy. Like they was tearing that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They was eating food for real. Like no holes bar, just give me this, give me that. Uh and like I said, like I don't really know what the going prices are, but I'm looking for things that make sense, like Slash seventy percent, slash fifty percent. Like nothing, none, none of that was going on. That shit was like regular prices, because I went to two other stores to price to compare the prices that I saw for certain things in Best Buy, and it wasn't that much of a difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, also, you know, as a youngster, the money weird talking like this about this situation. I'm just, I'm reporting on what I saw. You know what I'm saying? And I was just also uh, uh, making a comparative analysis just for pricing from a marketing standpoint in regards to this Black Friday thing. I don't know where the sales come in at. I did see on TV, they said they had 40-inch screen TVs, 1080 HD for like a buck and change. I need that. You know, that you know that's, 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 that's hard to take, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, economically speaking, you could buy that and flip it. Flip it, dip it, You know, is that not going to help the movement? It's like you said, you know, that's one of the most... You got to finance it. You- one of the most profound things. It's just, it's just, today, a, it's, it's just a flawed strategy. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. No. One of the like, most 
You, yeah, you gotta, you gotta. All right. I just want to add on, and then you can continue. I, I was saying that should have threw a bomb for that though. When you said all I want to see is you happy, whatever it takes. At the end of the day, you feel me? Whatever it mm-hmm. takes. If 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 sitting out of Black Friday has depressed you and made you question your self-worth in the movement, then it was the wrong thing to do. If sitting it out and saying, you know what, I'm going to go online, I'm going to go on cable, or I'm going to go on these streets and see what it's looking like, and I see my people at least trying to attempt to shut it down. You see them in St. Louis shut them all down. You see them in other places do their thing. If that's what put joy in your heart and you feel that Mike Brown is smiling in heaven and you felt happy about that, touchdown, you know? So I'm just saying that it is what it is that you said. It's what makes you feel good at the end of the day, you know? And consciously. At the end of the day. Yeah, and consciously, the information that we are sharing and the reason why we are doing what we're doing is to consciously have you in a place, uh, a certain a certain square in your life where it's sitting out Black Friday, you know, you didn't catch that deal or you wasn't amongst the throngs or you wasn't you wasn't in the, fir- the first person in Walmart and you wasn't able to take that selfie. If not doing that still makes you feel great about yourself, then mission accomplished. You know what I mean? But we want to be able to disseminate the information to make you to change the way that you may have seen these situations that you really felt needed your energy and made, and you had to be there. You had to participate. There was something about it that you just had to be, you know what I mean? Like you cannot miss Thanksgiving. You can't miss Black Friday. You can't miss Halloween. If you miss these things, you might start feeling like you're not going to make it to the end of the year. Like, hold on, I didn't participate in these rituals like, I don't know if my life is going to. Yeah. 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 Like, was you even present? Like, like, I don't think this shit is going right. Like, was I even present this year? You know, something's going to be missing. There's going to be a void. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't do Christmas. I was just so off on my square. Like, I didn't do Thanksgiving. I wasn't in society. Like, what? (laughs) And that's how people really feel and they think. And, and let me say something, you know, straight up, family. Like, I'm not new to this consciousness thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've worn this many a years. So I've done the trifecta. You know what I'm saying? I've done the trifecta. I've done years without, the, the you know, seeing my family on Thanksgiving. You feel me? I damn sure have done years without participating in, um, you know, Christmas and, and, and things of that nature, like straight up boycotting and being belligerent about it, not just boycotting, but like, you know, being on the turf and being an asshole about it, telling people about mm-hmm. themselves, being online, just raising the ruckus, making videos and shit, you know what I'm saying? And I don't yeah, even do the Black Friday thing. thing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. I don't even do the Black Friday. I'm not a consumer, so I don't even have that in my blood. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be lined up looking for the wheels and the deals and what have you. I'm not programmed like that. But I am. I have a business, and I tell you that, you know, people don't support one another on these particular holidays, whether it's Black Friday or Cyber Monday. 
I didn't go into my email yet to see how many sales I got, but I already know people blow a lot of hot air because, you know, they, it's not even like support is one thing, but do the people even know what it is that they need? You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much repairing that we have to do mentally-wise in regards to our people even realizing what it is that they need. What are the priorities? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, I don't want you to buy something from me just because I happen to be melanated and I have a business. Is the shit quality? Do you need it? Can it help you in your life? You know what I'm saying? Is the service going to be uh, respectable enough where you're like, I want to do business with that person? You feel me? I don't want you to feel like you're taking a step down to do business with me. You should definitely be taking a step up to do business. So, you know, I don't even know if, if, if our people are appreciative of what's out there and what's being offered, how rare, you know, what is being offered is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know too many other people that got the products that we offer. I don't know too many people that are doing grade A alkaline gold water or gold drops, you know what I'm saying? I know other people that are selling some of those things, but, I, you know, I hear a lot of things about some products, and it's not too great. So I make sure that my shit is on par. You know, a person might say they got it late, but you could never say it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just make sure that um I have products that the whole world can benefit from because that's my target market. And I definitely appreciate support from those that are amongst us that, you know, we fraternize with and we can communicate directly with, you know what I'm saying, to get these testimonials going. Green leaf herbals. You know, my mother, I told you, this lady's been curing AIDS since the 1980s. Her stuff works. Other people's don't, who's also been curing. But for some reason, they should a suspect. Hers is not. She got the testimonials. Hey, it is what it is. But, you know, again, people are going to buy based on, you know, people's names and, and how much weight those names carry, even if the products don't work. So the whole ideology of consumerism, what consumers go for, and how they identify what it is that they need, they just sometimes want to associate themselves with the names that they're most comfortable with, not the potency of the product. You know what I'm saying? Not even the fact that it works. You know, so I challenge the consumer. Go out there and find something that's unique to you that actually works. Ask around. See who's doing what out here and how it can complement and benefit your life. I want to help people's lives be better. That's the business I'm in. I want to see you at your better self. When I post on Facebook, I don't want to know about your 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 shortcomings and your maladies, even though that's part of life. I want to see people at their better, at their best, you know, or, or getting to their best, you know what I'm saying? Because some people don't, you know, that's a life journey. Mm-hmm. But I want, I want, I want, I want to inspire, you know what I'm saying? And I want people to be, like, at their optimum. And those are the type of products that I develop. Um, you know, there's things about my business, personally speaking, that I got to get better or what have you. But the quality of my product is sound, always has been. 
You know what I'm saying? I just need help. Can't be 50 places at once. I made the sacrifice, put the money into the computer, get this law 44 thing popping because I can't even begin to tell you, you know, that Ferguson situation is just a law 44 fiasco. It's like their law is flawed, but not, not, not the law 44. You know, that's just popping at Ferguson. So it's, it's so many situations that, you know, speak to the necessity of just staying on our A game and getting our thing together because um, so many people could benefit from what we have to offer and so much clarity can be brought to situations such as what we're seeing that are just like rooted in pandemonium where there's no explanation. It's chaos. Where's the order? You can only bring about order by instituting law, you know, and that's what this law 44 is about. So I got to tighten my thing up so I can finally start churning out some information before the end of the uh, calendar year. You seen that uh that Star Wars trailer? Not yet, so Going in, B. Not yet. I heard, though. I heard rumblings. I saw a black stormtrooper. How about it? Melanated stormtrooper. They like, um, damn, how they open it up? I'm about to, I'm about to pull that joint up. They going in, KT. KT's a legend. Oh, man, KT's a legend. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about why you decoding movies when all of this stuff is taking place in the world right now. Come on, man. Get off of this. No, no. I got the ether for that. Go ahead. Why you decoding movies and your whole Ferguson was a movie. Darren Wilson took the grand jury to the movies. Families? Did he not? Sure. Did he not take you to the movies? Did he not reenact visuals of demons and the and Hulk Hogan and the Incredible Hulk and Oh yeah, like, it was all the movies. It was a he movie. Used, he used your templates, your references. I thought I was reading the movie script, bro. I promise you. That nigga's testimony, his grand jury testimony, was a movie. Even more so. Interestingly enough, I'm, we're not going to get into it at this moment, but we, we will touch on it later on in the program. I don't want to jump too much ahead of my – nah, fuck that. I'm going in. D.W., Darren Wilson, D.W. Griffin came out with what? Birth of a Nation. And Birth of a Nation spoke about the same thing that he talked about in his grand fucking jury about super, super predator Negroes charging bullets. He was a beast. He was a demon. He was so strong. He was six feet. He was the same height as you, homie, six feet four. You, he was 250, you 205. You niggas don't watch wrestling? Hmm. See, that's not an advantage. So he utilized the program that D.W. Griffith and all of them laid out with Birth of a Nation, right? to justify the killing and the hanging and the massacre of our people, okay, it desensitized and dehumanized us. And that's when the whole uptick, the uptick in KKK, hangings and torturings and lynchings took place. Pay attention. D.W. Griffin, that boy's name is Darren Wilson. 
And I bet you that that's a goddamn suit than something that they came up with. That's D.W. He he read from the same script at the grand jury and spoke to the so-called appeal. So why you niggas? Why you Negroes? Why you niggas or negooses was out there buying Jordans? They was uh, they was they was comp- they was in the gun stores cleaning them out today. Black guns for Black Friday, and that's a fact. And that's a fact. And I told we talked about it before. Niggas was watching those slave movies, indoctrinating those, putting those, putting those slave movies and uh, going to watch slave movies with their pineal glands open. Cracking right? up. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Where, where, where did you hear me start cracking up? Say what? Hello. When did you hear me start cracking up? When did the phone start breaking you, up? You good right now? Good right now. So. While we was running around, not we, I'm not even, because I really don't associate myself with not you. I'm not them. You know what I mean? We are not the same. When they was out there buying Jordans and Xboxes, the Europeans were out there buying rifles, AK-47s, street sweepers, 450s, They went gun shopping on Black Friday. Go ahead and see how they were doing background checks every three seconds. Every three seconds they were doing background checks. That's what the government reported. Niggas are not ready, okay? They so said like every I said, two seconds? That, that, huh? Every two seconds they were doing? Every three seconds they were background checks for um, burners. That's how many guns were sold. Are oh, you breaking up? Come on now. That's how I said every three seconds there were um, background You're checks being up. sent. To I will not. Yeah. Huh? I said you're still breaking up, bro. All right, you just got to tell me when I'm clear because on my side it's clear. I don't know. Let me know when it's clear. I'm going to keep talking. Can you hear me? Am I clear? A little better. Okay, am I clear now? How about now? Am I clear here? Clear now? You better. Yeah, you better. All right, all right. Yeah. All right. All right, so I know when to start picking back up from. Where did I start breaking up at? You you said I said how how many seconds were they doing background checks for? Oh, three seconds, sir. Every three seconds, the government reported that they were get, being sent background checks from the proliferation wow. of gun sales took place today, in mostly suburban and um, states with majority of uh, European population. So, what they were doing was reacting to the spell or to the to the remember he 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 spread the script the 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 um transcript of the grand jury uh testimony was the script it's a script so he read the script right and he basically put everybody on notice he uh, he's D.W. Griffin he's reading the same fucking script and like I said like KT said with the Django decoded when we came on the show and said yeah running around 
uh, Lupita got the Oscar, you niggas is happy and all of that. Yeah, well, what was, what was her role? Y'all out there watching all of these slave movies indoctrinating our babies who saw a black president. They don't know nothing about goddamn being slaves and all of this other stuff. They don't know nothing about being inferior. They don't know nothing about being tortured and, and, and having fear for the quote-unquote overseer. This was an indoctrination, man. This has been taking place for a long-ass time. And the movies played a big part in that. So now you finding yourself revolved in revolution. You have revolved into these slavery days. And I dare anybody to challenge that one right there. You were going right back into the days of D.W. Griffin. And them crackers are going to show you if you think I'm playing. Facts. Yeah. This shit going to be technological at the end of This is going to be something that you have no idea about. You know what I mean? So like I said, while they was out there spinning their – remember, because the power the quote-unquote minorities have is their spinning power. That's one of your powers. We could, do, we could have a lecture about the false powers. Yeah. It's a false power. Shout out to Bill Anderson false. for making that known. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Uh-huh. But nonetheless, it has it, – it's a, it's, a, it's a power that we don't even re, re, realize. We have no recognition or recollection or understanding of that power. So you usurp that power and you waste that power the same way that you waste your sexual power, the same way that you waste other kinds of power because you don't know that you even have it. We don't, we don't believe that we, are, that, we are the mo- that we have power because we still consider ourselves a level of poverty. We still consider ourselves poor, but it's not the, it's not the fiat that you may be poor. It's other things like values and currency and love and all of these other things. Don't, that's where that's the poverty, really the mental poverty exists before the consumer or the monetary poverty. Right. Because some people that come over here with nothing, they're not poor. You can't tell them that they're poor. You can't tell them that they're in poverty. They don't accept that. When the Dominicans came over here 30 years ago, when the Africans and the Haitians and all of them came up in this thing right here, you can't tell them right now that they're poor. They'll smack the shit out of you. Nah. No, you can't tell them that. You cannot tell them that they're poor. And they wouldn't go to money to prove it either. They wouldn't go to money. They, they wouldn't dig in their pocket to be like, they won't pull a wad out. They'll just laugh at you. They'll be like, nigga, I got to follow you. And, wa- yeah, depending on the level of their swag, they will wash you, tsunami. I mean, like, Pacific Ocean drowning, nigga. They, will, they could drown you right now. Because they'll be like, wait a minute, you calling me poor? You know what I see? You know what I've been exposed to about your people? You know what I've realized coming from a shanty town, coming from making $2 a year? You got the nerve, yeah. the audacity. I seen, yeah, I seen the post. It is three background checks clicks per second today for Black Friday. Almost three background wow. checks per second. Facts. Three background checks per second. Okay. They said the busiest shopping day of the year also saw a major boom for gun sales with the federal background check system expected to set a record of more than 144,000 background checks Friday. Like so I said, Ferguson is yeah, fucking so I know people that's like, oh, I'm fasting, I'm a meditate, I'm praying and all of that. You know, things are going to get better. All right, cool. And the sisters out here, the Birkenbag cost how much? 
Last time we checked, and the retailer uh, suggested retailer manufacturer price is about. I'll be seeing y'all with them. The red bottoms and all those boots y'all wear, y'all running around trying to get that Kerry Wilson, that Kerry, uh, what's the name? Scandal look. Yeah, you try to get that Kerry Washington look, but you really need to start thinking about this. Because a lot of these sisters out here don't got jackets. A lot of brothers got jackets will prevent them from protecting their family and arming themselves. You feel me? If they could, I know that many of them would. But an ounce of prevention is what? Right. Yeah. I mean, we need to really think about this. We need to really put this into perspective. We need to really stop you know, coming up with excuses for the obvious, you know, where I come from and what my elders have taught me is that the responsibility was always on the father first for any seed that he brought forth on this planet to protect it, first and foremost. And then it was the village's responsibility to protect the women and the seeds. This has been taking place because... Everybody is a historian that I know. Niggas is to tell me about what they was drinking 10,000 years ago and, you know, what kind of shampoo they used for their side locks and, you know, what material that they wrote these books in and, you know, all of the pontification about things that happened bicentennial and B.C. and all of this stuff. Do you understand that there were golden rules as well that people followed? One of the main rules was, that you have to protect your village. I don't care if you lived in the ghetto. I don't care where you live. You had to have weapons. You had to be able to arm yourself and militarize and weaponize your circle if need be because the threat of outside influence and people threatening your safety and all other things, your food, your shelter, all of these things were always present, right? Am I, am I lying or not? The men were the warrior. All the men were not warriors. They had a warrior class, okay? Every man was not born a goddamn killer or a warrior, Mike Tyson. That wasn't what we were doing. They had people who had different energies, you know what I'm saying? We were born under different signs and influenced by different planets. But we did have a warrior class. We did have people who would protect us. So we got brothers out here that got AKs in their closet and under the bed. You know what I mean? They strapped up and all of that stuff. Niggas got military issue rifles and, you know, you know what I'm talking about? I'm rolling with the tanks and all of that. But none of that shit means anything. Because survey says that you want to bust a fucking grape in a full fight if your opponent didn't look like you. If your opponent, you understand what I'm trying to tell you? If your opponent thought that your ass looked like the uh, Hulk Hogan, he ain't going to do nothing. So the time is upon us, as we can see, where people are making taking measures and making sure that they're ready in case you feel like you want to act crazy or if you feel like you want to do something, or if you feel like you want to come and loot and burn and things of that nature, or if they continue to kill you and you act like you want to make a, uh, a, you know, you want to do something crazy about it. And all black people want to do, indeed, is keep their white friends. All right. All black people want Let to me do, do this. Yeah. make sure that their job is safe. All black people want to do is to make sure by any means necessary, that those white people still like them. You know what I'm talking about? 
They just want to make, they want this shit to go away. They, come on, man. It don't got to be like that. I mean, come on, guys. You know? Let me do this. Shit. Yeah. Let me open up KT's line. Hear a word from our good brother. And then we're going to go to the yeah. family. All right? Because this is the open mind, open line. We want to hear what's going on out there. All right, family? So with no further ado, call it from the 404-492. Peace, my brother. Yo, yo, yo. What's yo. the deal, people? Yeah. What's goody? Yo, what's up? What's brother. up, man? I hear you red. I hear you, brother. <laughs> this is red and blue. We going in. Yo, yo. I know it. I know Hold it. Hold on. Let me I'm say this to them. you. Hold on. Huh? There's an awakening. Have you felt it? Say that again. I said, there's an awakening. Have you felt it? Oh, come on now. Yes, yes, yes. The force awakens, baby. The force awakens. The force awakens. But listen, man. let me tell you. I'm going to tell you how to I'm gonna tell you how to awaken. No doubt, no doubt, the Star Wars trailer debuted today. They showed the brother, the stormtrooper. I talked about it in the Black Panther Dakota, the Pitamont. Is the storm god. John Boyega was up to be the Black Panther. You know, that's why he in the Meriwether Kingdom and Tatooine with the desert. It's no coincidence. But listen, the Force awakens in motherfucking Atlanta because your boy Umar Johnson just went the hell in down here. I'm trying to tell the people it is no fucking joke what this man just put down. Look, mm. it ain't a game, y'all. It ain't no goddamn joke. There's some real shit going on. And, you know, it ain't nothing new to the family, but we got to reiterate it sometimes because, you know, we forget. We get complacent. complacent. So I'm real glad that y'all talking about every three seconds they getting the guns because down here in Atlanta, up in the mountains, they training their children how to clip us. They ready. They prepared. Their disaster, uh, their disaster scenario they know it like the back of their head. Like you the know, back. he went hard in the paint. Oh, my goodness. He put that thing down, down here. He had to remind everybody. He talked about how because of the fact that the people in Ferguson burning that shit down, that now the U.N. took it in, and the U.N. is seeing it as a, as, as a threat against humanity, so now they're seeing the case. So your boy Obama jumps up, and out of anything he he could say, he defends the police. That's Talking that's about, yeah, you know, it's fucked up and all what just happened. But, you know, it's not like where we were. I think we're in a, a much better position than where we were years ago. My daughters oh. are growing up in a much better situation than we were able to come up in when we were little. That was his response. Yeah. Everybody burning everything down. Nobody's talking about the fact that we're getting assassinated through genocide. You hear what I'm saying? However, the only thing they want to focus on is a damn Pizza Hut, <laughs> a KFC getting burnt up. Nobody cares that the young black child just got assassinated, that this is a bigger picture. That when it was Trayvon, but, um, it was a little um, bit more easy, you know, but now... My thing is, my old, thing is like, if you listen close enough, what you need to hear is what you're hearing, okay? 
you're hearing from a people that are telling you, all right, we're dealing with civil unrest, we're dealing with civil rights, and we're dealing with property, okay? All of that shit goes together. So they're saying, all right, just like in terms of a corporation being a person, they're like a building means more to us than a motherfucking person because in our law books, it's the same thing. We fail to realize that Missouri or St. Louis is the same place that the motherfucking uh, Dress Scott case was ruled, the three-fifths aspect of things. So this is is, is, nobody brought that up. And he said, listen, y'all got to understand. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go, let me go, let me go. go. I don't got much time, man. I'm I'm here to channel energy. From the ancestors by the way, Umar. That's why I'm on the line right now. Either you gonna let get me in. get it out or you're not. Yes. What you get wanna do? Alright. Go ahead, bro. We gave a big shout out to the Moors people and let it be known we can't do a goddamn thing if we ain't a nation. Because we wanna be all multicultural. We wanna adopt everybody else's thing. We don't wanna be our own thing. So he is out. He, he he gave a big shout out to the Moors and that whole movement in terms of us being a nation and understanding that that's what we need to be in order to get remedy. You know what I'm saying? He went in hard. He talked about the fact of his uh, uh, the academy, the the Frederick Douglass Academy, and that he he listened to this boo. This is why I need to speak because the 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 school that he got was St. Paul. You hear what I'm Hello. saying? St. Paul in yes, Virginia, and he talked about the fact how he went in to get the spot and all the all the setup that he ended up getting, unfortunately, you know, from like people, you know, to try and prevent him from, from getting the particular, uh, to get the particular real estate to create the school. Because for the people who don't know, you know, Omar has been on a, on a campaign for some time. For, for Frederick Douglass, the Frederick Douglass Marcus Garrett Garvey Academy, and he yes. ended up finding a, a college. He was he broke down the joint. Ah, that thing was amazing, amazing, you know. But um, one of his main components, the main components was we got all these different names for God. Everybody want to knock each other's name for God and their relationship with God. Listen, the indescribable does not have a description. So he's going to go, she's going to go, it's going to go by many, many names. And it don't matter what you call them. Whatever you call them is the base way, best way that you can describe something that's indescribable. And with that being said, he also said that we are indescribable people. So if we're indescribable people, then guess what? There's going to be so many different ways we're going to describe each other. So there's not just a UNIA, there's not just a Pan-African, there's not just a Moor, there's, just, there's not just an Israelite, there's, just, there's not just an Islam, there's not just a whatever. There's not no one thing to describe us all. We all are in our own different sects, our own different tribes, doing right. our particular work, but we have to understand that there's one common goal in all of this, and that is surviving this shit. Because if you turn on the news, if you look out the door, if you open up a magazine, if you turn on the TV, the war is in your face every goddamn moment that passes by. And it ain't going away from you getting on your knees. It ain't going away for you saying, no, no, ringe, kill. It's not going away just because your best friend name is Biff. 
Nigga, we got to get it in. Ain't nobody going to get it in. We got to think bigger than just the states. We got a country, we got a continent over there with with infinite resources at our disposal. That if we are able to connect with them and build with them and talk with them, we we become the intellectual rights, they become the resources, we connect with them, we can create something, we can build something, something tangible. And it don't need to be all of us because all of us ain't down, all of us ain't ready, all of us ain't ready for this. And it's okay but it's because many the of ones us that are going to show up. Say yeah, what? There's so many of us that's ready. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And for those that are ready, get it in. Get it in. It's time to unite. It's time to stop spending all our time talking about our, our, our differences, spending all our time talking about all the bullshit, spending our time talking about the controversy. We need to talk more about the 99.99999% that we got in common, which is the goddamn space that binds us all. That's what we need to be doing. What do we have in common? Huh? Right. And you know he is a psychologist, so he got into the school system talking about how the fifth graders are getting taught sex ed, to getting taught how to use the condom for anal sex in the fifth grade. What? Mm. Come on, man. Mm. They ain't playing. The teachers are the new police. What? Come on, man. I ain't, I'm not saying that y'all don't know this thing is for real, but I had to give it to you the same way I got it. Let me tell oh, you, there was you over 300 know. people in the building. You know what I'm saying? They came out, son. They came out. They was ready. We oh. talking all ages. Right. So you know and he's back at it tomorrow, right? To you like like he gave he had a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part two tomorrow, part two tomorrow. So Tuesday I'll I'll bring a little bit more. I'm just letting yeah, all y'all we'll, know. Y'all don't know nothing about and he'll Omar. be up here he'll be up here on Sunday, I believe in Newark with the brother yeah, um, the Ray Hagans, yes. Yeah, so we will be there in the building. But the brothers you know he's taking he's taking donations for the school. You know what I'm saying? He's taking a straight cast because PayPal been messing with him. You know, everybody, everybody trying to stop the, trying to stop it from going down. I'm trying to, you know, an institute. That's why you got to look around with everything, all the knowledge we got, all all the information, all the science, the metaphysics, all the people, all the talent. No institution. We talked about it before. I'm talking about it again. There's a reason. It is no coincidence. No coincidence. And he's up here trying to create this institution. He needs some dollars in order for it to make sense. He don't care if you send in a quarter, if you send a thousand, it's gonna all add up. And when he hits that number and he gets that building, it's going down. I'm hardly doing the presentation justice. He went into the Planned Parenthood. He went into the, the abortion, talking about we getting killed more by abortions than we are in the streets. He talked about the creation mm-hmm. of the Ebola, you know, talking about the AIDS, the Ebola liquefying the organs, it being aimed at the black people population control. Like I said, I ain't talking about nothing that we don't already know. I'm just reiterating. Yes, yes. He shut it 
down signing. He said, don't believe the news as they try and tell you that our protests have not been effective with, with, with boycotting this Black Friday. It has, but they're not going to tell you. They ain't going to say right. nothing. So, you know, I ain't going to keep going, man. I just, I, like I said, I had to give it to you. Like, I got it. I said, for sure, you know, we are appreciative that you're giving us that raw and uncut live and direct. You know what I'm saying? I had, I had to, I had to, I had to, man. Yeah, I, had man. To, I had to get it out. I had to get it out to you so the people know they got to check the brother out. He comes up there, check him out. Facebook, check him out. YouTube, check him out. Look at our archive shows on No Check him out. He's been in the building. When I after the, the the lecture, I went and hollered at him. Told him red and blue said peace. Thanks for everything. You know oh, he said sure. give the brothers a big up. No doubt, we here for the God. Like oh, I said, God willing, yeah. we will see him this weekend. Make sure you get back out there tomorrow. Spread the word. Let everybody oh, that you know, you know, you know letting everybody no, that can hear our voice here. If you are in the area surrounding Atlanta, Georgia, if you can get out there. Check his Facebook page out, get the information. Do you want That's to right. uh, share where he's going to Matter be? Matter of fact, check, check, my, check my Facebook page, my Kamani Tate Facebook page, K-A-M-A-N-I-T-A-I-T. I'll post the flyer. The flyer will be there, so you have the address. It's going to be in Latonia at 6 o'clock. Yes, indeed. Make sure you give him that Lucy decoded. Oh, yeah, more, more, most definitely. Yeah, if anybody want to check out my LucyDakota.com. I got word through the grapevine that my, my joint has finally started getting bootlegs. <laughs> started getting bootlegs in the street. I'm buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at them at all, man. I'm just glad they're getting the information. But all the responses that, I, that I'm hearing in the street from the people who are getting it, talking about that it's, it's hot. You know what I'm saying? So LucyDakota.com, HollywoodDakota.com. Check it out, Hollywood Decoded on Facebook. You know, I'm going hard. Yeah, Real give, him, give, him your, give him your wife's email, I mean, website. Give him yeah, mom's yeah, website, I'm gonna, too. I'm going to put it on. Definitely, definitely. Shadiesbabies.com, my beautiful, wonderful goddess of a wife. She is multi-talented. She's an octopus. She's able to do eight damn things at the same time, all masterful. Um, on Shady's Babies, she's doing the cloth diapers for the baby so you can stop poisoning your child with the dioxin, inherit with inside the diaper. She does the, 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 the pads for the women for their cycle. So y'all stop putting all that garbage in your womb, getting the fibroids. She does the jewelry. She does it all, son. She does it all. I'm trying to keep up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Spell, I'm trying spell, to keep right, up. spell the website. Sadie's yeah, Babies, The right? website is S-A-D-I-E-S hyphen B-A-D-I-E-S. Sadie's Babies dot com for all your children's needs. She's clothing and, and generating the the proper garb for the for the future generations, for the children, for the babies. You know what I'm saying? It's real powerful. He was talking about having our children at home. We can't be having them in these hospitals. You know what I mean? And it, it just took me back, you know, to my last child being able to live up to that, you know, being able to connect with him on that point. You know, it was just so powerful. You know, um I had a I had an interesting commentary today. I posted a bunch of I posted a bunch of uh clips and, and posts on my Hollywood Dakota Facebook page. I had a sister 
that 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 uh, commented on one of my posts and said, you know, with all the things going on in the country, what you doing posting all this stupid stuff? So I was like, you know, can you elaborate, sister? Like, what do you mean, uh, stupid stuff? I said, well, all this stuff in the last 24 hours, what this got to do with anything? There's real stuff going on in the country. And I was like, okay, I understand, you know, where you're coming from, but I know that, 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 that that's just coming from confusion because you don't understand the post because I posted the Star Wars trailer's debut. I posted Paul Greengrass, director of Born Identity, is doing the movie for 1984. You know what I'm saying? Doing the film for 1984. I posted Jimon Hansu, who's Jehudi, because he was the Black Panther in the BET Black Panther series. Is gonna be Merlin in, in in the King Arthur movie. Merlin is Hermes. Hermes trusting the distance is Tahuti. You know, I posted the trailer for the Zero Theorem when they're talking about the zero point energy. So I had to ask the sister, "Do you know anything about these science? Do you know anything about these things?" I said, "Yes, exactly. That's why I'm posting them because these are the things we need to understand. We have to understand that film of the new Metaneta that the Avatar James Cameron stated he's doing." 48 frames per second, 48 frames per second, right? 60 seconds mm-hmm. in a minute, right? The average blockbuster movie is three hours. Do the math and how many metanetta you get hit with. And whether or not you care about the movie, you're seeing the trailer. You're looking at the billboard. You're hearing the sound bite. So you need to know what's really going on so it can empower you, so it doesn't circumvent and take away your energy. That's why I'm doing this, because that's my lane. If you don't want right. to know anything about it, you don't have to deal with it. But for those who can resonate and vibe with me and care about it, I'm there for you people. Check me out, Hollywood Decoded. Yes, indeed, my brother. I appreciate you. We love you. Yes, indeed. Peace. All right, family. So, with no further ado, I want to take it to the lines. Okay, much has been transpiring in the media, both mainstream and social. That so we felt compelled to open up our lines for the KTL family. Said concerns, information will be beneficial to the network. Okay, so we want to go to our first caller. All right, we're going to keep it home in the NYC. Caller from the three four seven eight eight nine. Hey, what's going on? This is Doggy Diamonds. What's going on? Doggy Diamonds, legend. <laughs> yes, sir. I've been sitting here waiting. I've been I, I've been on a lot of calls, and, but um, I never could get through. So this is first time I just text Red like, "Yo, I'm 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 trying to get I'm trying to get through tonight. I'm here. What's going on, y'all? You in the building? You here, man? It's an honor. Shout out to our brother Doggy Diamonds family. This is the uh. Owner, the operator, the the brains behind Forbes DVD. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. And this is our yeah. brother. Yeah, and y'all always on the site important. anyway. I try. I, I always got y'all on like at least once a week and stuff like that because y'all have a lot of information. As long as, it, as well as everybody else in in that that gives the the information, vital information that I think the people want it, but um. You know, a lot of the answers don't get solved because you know a lot of people have the information, but it's something that we did on our show the other day was the now what? You know, because um, now after what? these tragedies happens, you know, you could you could pack a room, you know, they gonna come, 
Cause, but now they want to know now what. And I think they don't right. get the answers a lot. They don't get the now what. They get, we got to do this, we got to do that. But motherfuckers always talking about what we got to do tomorrow, but what we going to do right now? You know what I'm saying? Right. Let's do gonna, something right, right people now. Want, people want real-time solutions. They want to be able to walk away with something at this point. It has to be tangible. It has to be relatable. And, yeah. you know, like I opened up the program, I'm not about telling people, you know, you got to do this in order to do that. I want people to be, you know, happy with their decisions at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because Everybody ain't are, no killer. Yeah. Everybody ain't no lawyer. Everybody ain't no nurturer. You know, you have different roles. Yeah. And and that's what makes up, you know, villages and, and, and kingdoms and, right. and all types of cultures. I could be like, yo, 15 of y'all could come with me and we could go feed some people. That can make... A person feel like, yo, I did something today. They mm-hmm. feel good about themselves. That's what's important. Empowerment comes, you know, in simple ways as well. Then there's certain people that want to go put in work. And, yeah. you know, we got to take that into a whole other room. Talk what what happens with our people is that our people are always looking for leaders. We've always been given a leader. Oh, they, they're starving right now. Yeah, we, we've always been given a leader. You know, the, the leaders that we were given were look like us, but they was working for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So we run behind leaders. You know, we're looking for direction, but, you know, the direction is in them books and directions is in these lectures. Directions is on these phone calls and and shows like this. And the information out there, we're in the age of information where there's more information Information. available than it ever was. At your fingertips. You know, you everybody's walking around with a computer. You have people with $600 phones in their pocket, but they talk about they hungry. No, and they're playing <laughs> Temple Run. Shout out to the God Doggy Diamonds, man. First you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know? it's people, you got, you got, all, you have, you know, you have, you let somebody put you on a payment plan for a telephone, but you ain't on a payment plan for your rent. You ain't on a payment plan for your light bill. You know, and, and, and we, we don't know. You know, and a lot of times, you know, everybody wants, we live in a, a, a microwave world, so everybody wants instant gratification. You know, we were slaves for I don't know how many, for hundreds of years, thousands of years, you know what I'm saying? So it's not going to be turnaround overnight, but it starts with you. We keep talking about what other people got to do. What the fuck are you doing? Start in your home because you can't keep talking about what we need to do if it's your children that's out there acting a damn fool. It's your Back. children, because who babies are these out there acting crazy? You understand what I'm saying? That's your That's kids. So a lot of times when your kids because I know when I left the door of my um, grandmother, I was outside acting a damn ass. See, and I came right in with my school books like I went to school, did the dishes, <laughs> did everything right. But I was outside fucking niggas up. Yeah, you understand what Back I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. So it's like it's it's and 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 your parents are younger, so you more hip. You know, this is the only time in history where parents and children listen to the same music and watch the same TV shows. Word. It's no it's no it's no um age difference. Watch back to TV together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers is in the, is the parents and the children are peers now. You know what I'm saying? I remember peers. being a little. And, and, and my grandmother nah, wanted I, I <laughs> fucked up aunt, my grandma. My aunt is in her 60s. Facts. Yeah. She was at the crib last night. And she, I'm like, because she always tells me the TV, you know, what shows is hot, what's popping. 
So I'm like, damn, um, Boardwalk Empire went off. What's on TV? Like, what, what, what's out there? What were we supposed to watch? She was like, man, I watched that Ratchet TV. I don't, like, I don't know about, I, I really don't know what you're doing, but I'm totally Ratchet like that. And I was like, wow. This is what I'm saying. But back in the days, my grandmother was watching shit like MASH. I didn't want to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, see, and and you had one TV. <laughs> Yeah, not and you yeah, have one, one TV. TV. Now the children yeah. can watch television yeah, on their tablet, the on their phone, nice. everything. But one thing everything. they're not doing is getting the information. Right now, I'm in here, um, looking up search engine optimization because since I changed my site, my SEO been a little fucked up. I'm in here mm-hmm. doing this myself. I've listen. I have no high school diploma. I have no GED. I have no formal education according to what the white men say education is, but I own one of the top websites in the world, all off of my thoughts and all off of just doing my independent research and networking with good people. You know, so anything can be done if you apply yourself. So a lot of times people are like, now what, now what? What the fuck you think Blue and Red Pill have been telling you for the last 15 years? What have you been telling them? Yeah, for I the mean, last 10 years as well. Yeah, but I'm see, just, the, the the issue with a lot of people is they kill the messenger these days. If they don't like you, they don't like nothing that come out your mouth, and they don't like you. Facts. See, one thing about us as a people, we are too fucking emotional about about people. That look, perfect example: a rapper will be mad at me because I interview another rapper and he said he didn't like him, right? Right. But they forgive the white man. Look, but they forgive the white man for all the shit he did to us and still doing. They ain't got no no beef. No, no. They'll be on the same label. That's what I'm saying. They'll be on the same label and they got dudes they release an album where a dude is going against another dude to watch his whole career, but they'll never look at the label owner and be like, Yo, use a piece of shit for that. They'll be like, Yo, that's business, I understand. They'll take it on the chin. No. They'll be on a label where it come to find out. We talking about these are people that got killers on payroll. I got shooters on my computer. You know what I mean? We'll put one of the loafs on your head and all of that. I, I, I set, I bang, I bang every set around. I got different color socks for whatever set that I'm around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my whole bandana is a rainbow. I, I'm in every set. I'm in every game. You kind of find out that you belong to a label where you got ripped off with your daughter, your son, and your baby mama. And you ain't got nobody to bang on. Your mama didn't get the um, liver transplant or the the operation in your earlier years at the label because come to find out five years later that your label ripped you off, that your manager took all your money, that the the accountant was was sending money to Israel and funding the... um, the wall over there, or he, they was putting your money into the prison complex industry, flipping it like crack money. You won't do nothing to them. This is exactly you ain't that's never why I said there's no thing against the Unsung, <laughs> all these niggas, that, oh, let's talk about that in one minute. All these niggas on Unsung and behind the music, they all got rape stories. Stop beating up on Cosby. All these niggas got rape stories. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they was on, and they was on the casting couch, a lot of them. Yeah. So they got to throw Bill Cosby under the bus. My thing is, so when are all of these black actresses and actors going to come out and talk about when Steven Spielberg ran up in them? Or when the other, because the, the reports that Cosby was doing, he was very gentle with his shit. The stuff that I heard that these Europeans do to these people in Hollywood is barbaric. Or, or, or Clive Davis. <laughs> when they going to talk about what Clive Davis was doing. Yeah, we got to Clive Davis. Where he 
you when he slips something into your drink. Stop being whole. But, but I mean, yeah, but you know what, though? There's no such thing as a gangster rapper. Let's go in. On yeah, there's no right such. Well, the reason why I say there's no such thing as a gangster rapper, because like Rev, what Rev was saying, I, I said this before, you let a nigga take your publishing, you let a nigga kick you off the label, take all your money, and you ain't do shit. How you a gangster? That ain't you gangster. Let, how you a gangster if you let a nigga extort you and rob you? That ain't gangster. Yeah. But if that somebody make a diss record, you outside his show with 20 niggas ready to kill him over words. But you let a nigga steal from you, your wife, your children, your mother, your whole goddamn inheritance. Because what people don't understand is that the only thing we pass down to our children is poverty. So if you're a big name rapper and you made money and they take it off from you, they stole your children's inheritance. So when you go, you're going to pass it to them. Doggy, it was Tuesday night, Tuesday night in Harlem, New York, 125th Street. It uh-huh. was me. Tech and my brother Raleem. I got witnesses across the street of Jimmy Jazz. It was a. It looked like half of the precinct was out there, and there was a small crowd gathering of young people. I saw a familiar face that, re- that reminded me that this was Death Jam Street Team. It was the brother General. You know who General is, right? Uh-huh. Come to find out, they was putting the posters that said Rick Ross Hood Billionaire. Uh-huh. I'm like Rick Ross Hood Billionaire. At Jim- niggas is having in stores at Jimmy Jazz. Yeah, it's really time to get yeah. at this thing because shit is really bad. Like, if he was an ancient of me, I, I would be kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, nigga, you and Jimmy Jazz, I could get at you right now. Mm-hmm. So we go inside of Jimmy Jazz, we scope it out, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like security in there, mad police, you know, but not in a way where if you really didn't want to do something, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like you got all of these police, but you're in Jimmy Jazz, homie. Like, a nigga could stand on the stairs and, like, you know, really finish you. It's mm-hmm. nothing as, you know, but he wasn't even there yet. But in my mind, I'm like, yo, so we sat there for, like, 30 minutes while these niggas play Hood Billionaire inside of Jimmy Jazz with little children were there while they was eating chicken and shit. You know, I guess it was, like, hot wings. And it was, like, you know, all of the little, you know, all of the girls that worked at Jimmy Jazz that was taking Instagrams waiting for Rick Ross to show up. But I wanted to approach him. Because mm-hmm. we previously did a video with our brother Rich, I think, on Sunday of that week. And we were talking about the, the rappers, the Rick Ross, the drug dealer, Freeway Ricky Ross, saying that the rap the rappers who are signed to the labels are government agents and they work for the government. And I wanted to address them about that. Like, I really mm-hmm. wanted to see my dude and be like, yo, first and foremost, I think you mad pussy. Why? I think you a snitch. I think you an agent. And, I, and, and, and you need to be washed up because I heard Hood Billionaire, you talk real greasy on Hood Billionaire. I, not only did I hear Hood Billionaire, I heard Port of Miami, Trilla, and all of those other albums that you put out, my dude, you the same nigga who did a song called Hands Up and Don't Shoot. You the same dude who has control over all of the goons in Miami, and George Zimmerman is a free fuck. He, he, has, he feels no pressure. He walks around freely, all in Tampa, all in Orlando, and all of these other places. How are you still perpetuating this goon shit? You, there's, there's little babies outside. You're gonna, they're going to buy your album and listen to you proliferate about you selling coke, and you was a C.O., B. 
Like, Listen, and the green light why, is already on you. You already have a green light. Like, you're not even yeah. supposed to be promoting oh, now. Let him speak, bro. Yeah, reason why I brought it, reason why I bring it from a hip-hop perspective, because we, hip-hop, unfortunately, became a culture of death. You understand what I'm saying? It became a culture a of death. death. Culture. It's a deaf culture, culture. and it's something that everybody participates in now. So I came, when I came on the call, I said, you know what? I said, you know what? Hip-hop is very responsible for a lot of the fuck shit that's going on, but nobody wants to take responsibility. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I brought that from from that perspective, because I'm like, even in my website, I put up police brutality. I put up... Um, blue in Harlem. I put up red in Harlem. I put up our interviews yeah, that we do together. I introduced yeah. the world to the so-called conscious community. You know what I'm yes, saying? And and they want the information. But only thing people are saying to me now is, okay, now what? What? Now what? So right. that's what the plan should be. Not one man's plan to give one man money so he could do this because one man ain't gonna change our condition because one man ain't put us in our condition. We got to nope. have a united front on what the overall plan is and well, attack we, we, it at different we, angles. We got ideas. We're going to definitely sit down and talk with you. Mm-hmm. And I want to make something very clear at this particular time. You know what I'm saying? Because I go to all of these functions and these events, and I'm around people that are part of the quote-unquote hip-hop community, and mm-hmm. they try to make this differentiation, and they be like, yo, that's rap music. That's not hip-hop. Look, nigga. You just got finished telling me that there's five components of hip-hop. Because the children decide that they don't fuck with the fifth, which is the knowledge and the information, and they're going to gravitate towards the other four, but the main one that's driving the quote-unquote culture, as you call it, is rap music, stop telling me that rap's not hip-hop, okay? Mm-hmm. And stop Ooh. telling me that corporate-sponsored rap ain't hip-hop. Nigga, this shit started with corporate-sponsored rap. You let a nigga come, hip-hop started with a staff. Big Bang Hank robbed this shit, jumped in the game with the motherfucking Sugar Hill. Grandmaster Cash, yeah. But I mean, look what nobody look watched them. Look what our elders taught us. See, somebody asked me, um, what could I do? Like, what should I do? I said, bro, the information is there for you. All we got to do is listen to our elders. They was talking this shit in the 1930s, 1920s. They mm-hmm. was giving us the information. But the Willie Lynch make us look at our elders like, Nobody want to hear that old shit, that old man talking. Yeah, but if he lived yeah. 80 years, he lived through the bullshit. You need to figure out how you're going to live to be 80, opposed to dying at Word. 17, dying at 15, Fact. dying at 25. So when the elders speak, I listen. I don't have to be a Baptist. I don't have to be a Moor. I don't have to be Muslim. Nation of Islam produced two of the greatest men that I adore. That's Malcolm and Khalid. But I ain't a part of the nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. But I am a part of the nation of Islam. Just like I'm a part of Noble Drew Ali. Just like I'm a part of Marcus Garvey. I'm a part of everybody because they all in me. But Facts. when we start going under these titles and these names and strutting around like peacocks, because what are you doing that I ain't doing? We, If, if everybody out on 125 hustling, then obviously you ain't doing no better than me. But... Where's right. the money at? The money's in these ballrooms. You understand what I'm saying? The corporations take. Mm, that's what they're doing out there? Okay, well, we're going to take that. We're going to flip that, and we're going to make money off it and sell it right back to them. 
That's what they did to hip hop. We're gonna sign a protest rapper. Yeah, we're gonna sign a conscious. We're gonna sign two exactly. or three conscious rappers. And the conscious rapper is gonna sell everybody the fuck out and talk. Like I heard Talib Kweli say, Macklemore was conscious, and I was like, conscious for who? He ain't conscious for what I call conscious. He might be conscious for that gay community, like we had that discussion before, Red. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he ain't conscious yep. for what we conscious for. So how could a black nah. man, the same way I went in on Snoop for apologizing to Iggy Azalea? That's he been right. calling black women bitches and hoes for 20 years. Ain't never said no apology. And then a, a black man made another black man apologize to a white woman. Now Eminem just said right. he raped the bitch. Eminem just said he rape her. Right. Well, I think nobody, I bet you T.I. can't get Eminem yeah. on the phone. Nobody got Eminem yeah. on the phone, though. This is what nobody I'm saying. Nobody asking him for an apology. You know what I'm saying? So, and it made so national what, news. So this is the energy that when Michael Brown goes outside, this is the energy that he has. Fuck that. I got to eat. These niggas can't hold me back. He's walking around with mm-hmm. that energy. You know what yep. I'm saying? With the 12-year-old kid who got shot in Cleveland, he's walking around with this energy. Yep. Everybody walk Trayvon around with this. Had Fuck that energy. That. Trayvon had Trayvon this energy. Trayvon had goals with it. He had goals in his mouth with his fingers up. He was on getting, his shit. And is getting the kid right. killed. Is yeah. getting them killed. Because the same yep. people who said, Fuck the police was down with the police. Yeah, Easy E was meeting with up. Reagan. You understand what I'm saying? Look, it's getting look, doggy, it's doggy, this was going on. They're in the house playing GTA, mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Yep. They're playing these these games that are so surreal, dealing with killing. There's no age limit on Grand Theft Auto, my niggas. Like, don't fool yourself. Mm-hmm. Three and four year olds, five year olds is playing Grand Theft, and they mastering that shit. They're mm-hmm. playing Call of Duty and Modern Warfare. So these children is in the house engaging in all kind of murder. This this murder, when the Oculus Rift drops, then the murder. This shit is gonna be really uh, augmented or virtual reality. You're gonna yeah. be killing real all people. Immersed. So yep. they're preparing, they're dehumanizing and desensitizing these little children. These little children are running around catching bodies like they're in Grand Theft Auto. They they running up on people and bodying them, thinking coins are gonna pop out or something. Like, Yo, you know what I said the other day? I caught myself saying, "Yo, yeah. I just gotta shoot somebody," and that means in Call of Duty, because I like to kill the little white kids. They call me nigger. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also I'm also yeah I'm also a part of that in Call of Duty, and I right. get the urge where I gotta hit somebody with this fucking grenade, but I'm an adult, <laughs> and I know when to turn it off. But for a child, they got that energy. Yo, my and they man, going outside with that energy. Night, he told me that his nephew plays um, GTA. He said he comes outside with an axe, and he just be chopping people. Um, I guess it's like a rubber axe. It's not a real axe. Mm-hmm. But he was like, yo, he'd be running up on people in the street, hitting them with the axe. These are people he don't know. And mm-hmm. he thinks that he's in the game. And he's yeah, like, he does no, he's trying yeah, to tell his nephew, like, yo, you're going to get hurt doing that. This and is what I'm saying. And differentiation. And his nephew like, was like, yo, out. I'm bored. The nephew yeah. was like, I'm bored yeah. because, remember, his senses, his, his, he's, he's dealing in this virtual world. He's dealing in augmented reality. And it's, 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 don't let him have, don't let him be on Ritalin. And one that's the other. shit, uh, yeah. That's, that's his dopamine. Mm-hmm. 
That's his dopamine is when he's catching them bodies. You know what's crazy? Like, I felt excited when I was playing it. Like, yeah. Yeah, you feel? Yo, so, that shit, it really releases some good shit. Especially, like, if you run up on somebody and you just stab them real quick. You're like, ah, got you, motherfucker. You thought you were going to run Ferrari. down on me. This is what I'm you saying. Drag but, him out the Ferrari and... But look at this information. Like, you have... All right, hip-hop is geared towards the youth because... We know better, so we older, so we know a lot of these rappers are fake. We know a lot of them are phony, so we don't even internalize this shit. If we don't like the beat, we don't listen. Straight up and down. But what's their demographic age? Their demographic age is what? It's the children. Yeah. It's it's the children. That's why 106 at Park was so important to them, because that was geared towards the kids. You know what I'm saying? Now they just really, really soon, they're just going to take the shit off, period, and, and because they don't need that no more, they got access to it. Look, this is the first time in history I've seen children walk around listening to music on their telephone. You don't hear no bass, you don't hear yeah. shit. You know, to us that shit sounds trash. But they rhyming with the phone, walking down the street. I said, holy shit. Music is at their disposal. When we was coming up, we had to wait for Red Alert or Molly Mall or somebody to play the record. Now they can hear it whenever they want. So if they want to hear they want. Put It In Your Mouth, they can hear right this second. If they want to hear fucking I'd Rather Fuck You, they can hear that right now. We couldn't hear that shit when we wanted to. So it we was, had to wait. Right. We had to wait. But now you got hip-hoppers that's geared towards the children telling kids, you ain't shit if you ain't got 40 pairs of Jordans. How is an 11-year-old going to get 40 pairs of Jordans? He has a bag borrowing still. Because so-and-so said, he the shit because you ain't got these new J's. Because he can't be talking to another grown-ass man about no sneakers because niggas going to look at him like, nigga, I don't want no sneakers. You know what I'm saying? I want homes. I want houses. But they gear it. They put it towards the children. And it instills his energy in them. So they going outside like, fuck everybody and everything. Why you think Chicago is so turned up? The frequency of the mm. music. You know what I'm saying? And and how could the president have been the senator of Chicago? So he knew what the fuck was going on for all these years. He been ain't want to do nothing. The other night, this is what Barack Obama said to me. I can't help y'all niggas, peace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's basically what he said. Because I don't know anything he said that was helpful. You know what I'm saying? But everybody keep looking at me. We got a black president. Yo. Why are we doing so bad then? Yeah, he's that really, really matter. Regime change. Regime change got to start from top down because start these travesty. First of all, this shit start. I, I, I will forever say this. This shit start in your home. I was talking to people about culture the other day because the word culture is just love. Everybody loves this word now. You know, the culture, the culture. And I'm like, what is culture? You know what culture is? Culture is how you walk, how you talk how your family eat together, when the last time you've seen families hand down recipes and, and your family crests and this is what your grandmother loved and your grandmother made this blanket. This is That's what gives you culture. We don't got no mm. culture no more. It's every man for himself. Children don't even be in the room with their parents no more. They don't eat together. Kid won't even come no, out of the room for like four yeah, a kid will be in the room for like three, four days. You ain't even see somebody you live in the own house with. I remember being little. You open that fucking door and come out that room. That's right. What you all cooped up in that room for? Now, the kids don't want nothing to do with the parents. But it's your child on the phone 
sending dick pics out and getting pussy pictures and all that shit. Is your child doing that? Because it's somebody's children doing this, like I said earlier. And everybody got children. So who children you think it is? It's your child. Because whether it's your child who did it or it's your child who received it, they still took place in it. You understand what I'm saying? Like I told my cousin, I said, yo, we meant to at-risk kids. He was like, nah, the kids we rent to ain't at-risk. I said, yes, they are, because the other kids might be out of their damn mind and harm one of them. So they might right. be good kids, but what about the kids who don't got the tutoring and, and somebody just... They're in, they're in the same fishbowl. Stay in the same the fishbowl. Yeah. So I just think, you know, in closing, um, we really got to work on this now what? You know, because I think... Now what? The youth want it, but now what? We see, we seen it. It's, it's they said the revolution won't be televised. That shit is on TV. You know what I'm saying? But whose revolution is it? It ain't ours. They revolution is being televised because they slaughtering us on national TV. And everybody's on out. Everybody is outraged. And you give a, a premise that everybody need to stick to, and motherfuckers is like. When else is a TV going to be $230 for a 40-inch screen? Fuck your Black Friday boycott. I'm going out to get this TV. Yo, it was a fucking change. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Damn, how do you tell somebody, how do you tell you somebody don't go get a TV? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, to protest. Yeah, because a lot of people, listen, they don't identify with us anyway. Our own people don't even identify with us no more. Basically. Everybody is their own thing. When you get when you got national stars who get on, don't classify me as African American. Don't classify me as nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's children who look up to that shit. Yo, look how many gay people there are now. I know I'm jumping topics, but I was just talking to my man and I was like, Yo, did you notice how many people are just gay now? Like were they always gay, or is that shit of... He said, I think it's a fad, but I say, yo, my man, that's some shit you can't take back. You know what I'm can't saying? You can't be gay for a little while. But look at how many men, our warrior class, get lost to the prison industrial complex. All the women think they dudes, or they are raised to say, you don't need no man, because I'll give you Section 8, I'll give you welfare, and if you do got a man... Put his ass on child support. Even I don't give a fuck what he give you. We ain't tell him to give you that. We didn't author, author, authorize that. We didn't sanction that. So if he don't give you this, that was all gifts because we never told him to give you anything. So they taking dudes license. They taking dudes um, ability to work. They locking dudes up. And the women are going down to these child support courts and snitching on dudes who take care of their children too. They want an extra $20. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he makes this, and they going down there dealing with the government. The government wasn't in there making And I always tell women, you don't own your children anyway. The government own your children too. You don't Basically. believe me? You don't believe me? Let them go to school and say you spanked them. You'll, you'll know if they really your children. So you need to unite with that man. Look at, for example, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Um, let you, or like they're showing you, let you not feed your children meat. Yeah. You got a birth certificate for that child. It was born in a hospital. They will remind you quickly. Let you not yep. send that child to school. Exactly. And you will be reminded. Let you not vaccinate quickly. them sometimes. 
Let don't you get them vaccinate them sometime without yep. yeah, going through the proper procedures. You this will be reminded quickly that you look, are look at parents. How we had Michael Brown's father, who was really, you know, well-spoken, seems, you know, educated, and then we got the stepfather. You know what I'm saying? And But the mother is with the stepfather. Right. And the stepfather says he got his pants hanging off his ass, and he turned around and say, Burn this bitch down. Who the fuck are you to give that order? You leading people to the slaughter, but you telling everybody to burn this bitch down, and you just going to sit back and watch and see people get killed like your stepson. His father didn't give that order. Neither did his mother. Right. But people supposed to listen to somebody with their pants showing their butt? I understand you, you angry right now. You're very upset, as you should, but the whole nation... Is upset, but his father never said burn his bitch down. You know what I'm saying? Said but the opposite, again, yeah. yeah, again. He said the opposite. I, you want to represent my son? You know, don't burn his bitch down. This is what I'm saying. Well, we have, and, we, and you know, a part of my now what is we got to show these motherfuckers that y'all love our money, y'all can't get it. Because that's what made Martin Luther King effective in some place. When they started boycotting, when they started fucking up that dollar that these 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 crackers love, that's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all can't be not taking this bus, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You fucking shit up. But tell 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 these women to boycott the, the nail salon with the damn um Korean chicks. They ain't gonna do that. I said this the other day, I was like, yo, get these fucking Arabs out of our neighborhood too, man. It's time for them to go. It's time for them to go. I don't give a fuck how much they call you son. I don't give a fuck how cool they are. They have made millions in our neighborhood, and they have never given shit back. And they selling the kids ham. They selling the kids all types of fuck shit, Lucy's and all that shit, and it's just time for them to go. When the last time you seen a store where you walked in the store and it was one of your people in the store? That's a community. When Mrs. Charles owned the store, Mr. James owned the bakery, Dr. Such and Such owned the um the the butcher shop. What do we own in our own hood? We don't own shit. Right. So that's what I'm saying. We're 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 speaking about concepts that might be past yeah. the expiration date, like telling who's gonna tell a sister to do anything. They already eliminated that power that the quote unquote black man might have had by being able to impress upon her something where she was willing to listen because she trusted him. Yeah, if you're yeah. able mm-hmm. to, to to totally eliminate the trust factor, she's gravitating who makes her feel most secure in society, who you think that is. They just had to give him a TV show to show him the template, and now mm-hmm. what you see in society, how to get away with murder, how to get mm-hmm. away with murder. <laughs> but that was the big thing. See, because, I mean, you got, you got to understand, like, the shit Ray Rice did was wrong. You know, um, what Adrian Peterson did, I can't say if it was wrong because we didn't see. But we saw what Ray Rice did. You know, it's different ways to handle things. But it's important for them to put black men out there vilified because you become a trending topic. And the shit people have to say about you ain't great. And what we have to understand with these... Go ahead. Remember, after the first 
Mike Brown incident, the 100 days that it took to convict them, what were they busy doing as a result? Were they not vilifying black men after black? Ray Rice was the one who he pulled the ice bucket. They used Ray Rice as the ice bucket on the Mike Brown incident, and then Adrian Peterson came, and then somebody else came, and then Bill Cosby came. Then they came with the verdict. Yep. Facts. Yeah, and so they automatically these niggas. Yeah, they are re- automatically looking at black men like, well, these niggas ain't shit. Look at your heroes. They ain't shit. No, not. And then when they took Cosby down, that's the patriarch. Remember, it was all this if you agree with any. That's your patriarch family. That is yeah, the yeah. father of the crack era. That's the mm-hmm. father of the 80s right there. He was niggas' dads when they didn't have them. All the way down from the dope boys, all the way down to homie that graduated with eight, eight letters behind his name. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. He was your father figure. That's the patriarch. That's Bill Cosby. They took him down. So once they start moving on the black boys and whatnot, and in case in, case in point, they killed the little 12-year-old and nobody is saying anything yeah, about that. Right, the yeah. Mike Brown shit is, is, is still heavy on people's heart because it's an old story. But they bodied this little 12-year-old in Cleveland, and there's no outrage about that. Shit, dude in the pink houses in Brooklyn. No, I'm, I, I understand that, but we're talking about, because remember, we're talking about the baby. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, dude you know, wasn't old. The, the cop shot him on some, I was scared. So if you're scared, what scared the fuck shit. you doing yeah. out here? Yeah, well, uh, let's lose, yeah, let's use him as an example as well, and let's use this young 12-year-old. Yeah, Tamir Wright. Everything post-Cosby, everything post-Cosby, that shit didn't even enact a response. Yeah. Because what they do, Let's too, they numb us, man. They numb us. They numb us so, to all this shit. And then they try to offer us a solution. Exactly, See, that's what it it's is. A Galean, it's a Galean dialect. All right, boss. It's a Galean dialect. And remember, like I said, they're giving you, they're giving you, they're not putting everything in one, in, they're not putting everything together. It's isolated incidents at the end of the day. Your hands up, don't shoot. Mike Brown. But they're not talking about the other 100 innocent people that got bodies. Man, like, we, could go back to, we could go back to Eleanor Bumpers, man. Like, you all know of what I'm saying? All like, of that. I'm just saying people, it's like they got their statute of limitations when it comes to protest right. or when mm-hmm. it comes to who we gonna who we going to use as a victim of this week. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is about Mike Brown, but you can't marginalize. They're marginalizing the motherfucking crime. Mm-hmm. No, it's not one crime, homie. This shit, multi- this shit is all over, homie. And um, dude in Kmart got body for holding a toy gun. And yeah. the twelve-year-old got body for holding a BB gun. Mm-hmm. And homie got body for being in the staircase. They shot him in front of his door, B. Walking up the stairs, he ain't do nothing. And then, and then, like if the, if, if if they go under the 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 code of serve and protect. How do you feel when the people who's supposed to protect you is killing you? But what I'm seeing exactly, but they're nullifying. Remember, it's the same thing with the Trayvon thing. They'll tie everything into one case. So now with Darren Williams' testimony and with the fact that he's coming on TV, like, now I don't feel no remorse. Fuck that. I'll do it again. Every other case that they're not mentioning gets nullified as a result of this one case. Yeah, then we forgot Eric Gardner. <laughs> totally, he he yeah. They backburned Eric Gardner. Yeah, because 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 Michael Brown was was more important at the time. 
I guess. You know, when all, you know, the loss of, of black life. And, you know, um, that that's another thing, too. An, another now what is that, first of all, you know, a lot of people, differences that they do have didn't involve nobody money. And I'm talking about in our communities didn't involve nobody money. And if it was, it wasn't no real money. Dudes got to stop yeah, killing each other, man. Dudes got to stop killing yeah. each other because yeah. they they use that against us. Like, well, y'all don't even give a fuck about each other. But it goes back to what we were saying earlier about the rappers and the record uh-huh. labels, the one who hired the rappers, the banks, the, the, the record labels posing as uh, banks that they lend out loans to individuals who are recording artists to make their albums. They bank roles the genocide, they bankrolled the Holocaust, they bankrolled mm-hmm. black-on-black killing, because they're not signing anybody that's saying, yo, we're going to build up our own companies and businesses and ride on these crackers. They're not, they're not signing nobody that says, I want to fly drones over KKK territory and, and, and drone them. They're not signing him. The hell no. You can't say anything about Israel, but you can get signed to a label if you caught a body about a week ago, as long as you dance around them, you know what I'm saying, and show them mm-hmm. how how much you're willing to coon for them, how much you're willing to buck dance for them, and how fucking ignorant that you may be. Because mm-hmm. they know somebody with intellect will never do these things. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's, 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 a, it's a vicious cycle. We're talking about the prison complex industry when you help influence individuals who are impressionable to go ahead and catch bodies and do other things, other crimes against uh, other crimes of poverty, and things of that nature, they will give you life sentences because of the way that they set it up. And they have this shit, um, they have it worked out where they get money off you in about four or five ways. From the funeral parlor, from the stocks, from the prison industry, from your lawyer, your public defender, <laughs> from core crash, you're like making Tesla calls and all of that now, iPads and all of that. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know what's funny yeah. though, Red? We got a lot of people false flagging too, because that's what I've been going hard on. You know what I'm saying? When you have Buster Rhymes, somebody who n- represented the Nation of Gods and Earth for years, that co-signs a song, I'm in love with the Coco, that, that right there is an issue to me because it's like... Where's the credibility in that? Like, exactly. Who's, who's who's approaching him? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, B, this shit is out of control. But That's look, what man, I'm saying. We got a lot of people's hands up in the court queue. Yeah, <laughs> you you welcome to stay there with us with Doggy Diamonds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm cut out. I just wanted to build with y'all, and um, I need y'all on my show, man. Um, Red, you still in? You still in the tri-state? We both in the tri-state. Just both? stay on the yeah, line. With us. You part of the you part of the round table tonight, Blue. Give me about ten minutes. I'm gonna go in the tunnel and I'm gonna come out. Just look right. for my number. All okay, right. so yeah, um, you can take the other callers. I'm gonna stay on them. Hold them down, Doggy. Hold them down. Right. I got you. Okay. Let me let me open up KT's line again. Four 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 nine two. KT, you back in the building. Peace. Peace. Yes, indeed. I want y'all Let's go. to know. I've been touching on all the points that uh that Umar was on at the lecture tonight, man. Almost verbatim. Dope. Oh, you already That's know. It's spirit. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yep. All right. So let me go to caller from the three four seven four two seven three four seven four two seven caller. Welcome to KTL. Peace. You. Eric, that's you. Peace. 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 What up, man? Peace. 
Yo, it's a good show, man. I like everything y'all talking about, man. Everything is real. Everything you're saying is real. You know, all this, you know, bullshit going on. Ain't nobody really paying attention the way they should. And I'm and and I'm telling you, everything that everything you're saying, both of you is on point. And it's good to be able to hear that. And a lot of people not listening. They're not listening mm-hmm. at all. Just like you say, when you're in Harlem and you're seeing people shopping and worrying about every goddamn thing but what should be paid attention to. And I just don't get it. Sometimes I ain't really even trying to understand it. But, you know, the ones that are awake, you know, just keep moving and doing what we're doing. Because um, I had um, got an opportunity to speak to um, Sophia Stewart last night. You know, the um, mother of the Matrix. Yes. Yeah. And she she was saying that what it is is that, you know, just like there are ley lines, you know, ley lines across the world, you know, ley lines are, you know, the um, the grid. Yes. The grid, yes. And, you know, there's energy fields and everything. And she was saying what it is, especially up north in New York and, and certain areas, they have, you know, there's weak energy and there's strong energies. You know, New York had a strong energy, but what they've learned how to do, they've learned how to mess with the grid and shut down certain areas. So, you know, science-wise, you know, they didn't study our sciences. They didn't stole everything out of Kemet. You know, they know how things work. You know, so they basically shut down certain areas, you know, especially like where I'm at in the Bronx. There's so many dead people in the Bronx, man, working around, um, running around, worrying about gang bullshit. I don't know what's wrong with these brothers. Sam, you said the, the grid? Yeah, the grid. Now, just think about the grid. What was the grid? Gay-related infectious diseases. Mm. Mm. That was the first name for AIDS. They wow, didn't call it wow. AIDS. They called it the grid. Wow. Gay wow, related infectious disease. Wow. Yeah, look at the bomb. Where the bomb at? <laughs> oh, I just yeah, learned yeah, something yeah. new. No doubt. See, I'm always learning something <laughs> new, man. I'm, you know, my cup is never full. And shout out to the brother, um, irritated genie because I had got this lesson from him. Oh, you it was did? Called yeah. The, yeah, it was called the grid. It wow, was gay related infectious diseases. Yeah, gay related infectious diseases. That's because they didn't know what it was. But it was the vaccines. It's the same thing that they was given when they went in there in the fifties and gave them the polio vaccines in Africa. They they said um the they treated AIDS originally like cancer. They was giving people chemo and all the stuff like that. So the government was gonna take the funding because they're like, yo, we giving y'all all this cancer money, and y'all ain't coming up with no re- y'all ain't coming up with no solutions for all of this. Mm. Henry Kissinger said. Let's let's make a new disease. We call it AIDS, and that's when AIDS came. And they put it on the um the gays in San Francisco. Remember, that's where it first hit. So it was called a gay disease at first, but originally it's called the grid. Look that up. Gay related infectious diseases, and they were treating it like cancer. You know, um, and that's why when some people die, they say, oh, they had cancer. You know what I'm saying? They had cancer. They they had a cancer here, whatever. But it's all the vaccines. It's all the um the stuff that they give you, and and that's what's funny, because they do steal everything from us, you know. And they give it and they give it back to us, and we willingly buy it. You know, sometimes I be like, yeah, how you gonna give me my shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But fam, I'm gonna tell you something. The gang members with a direction are very important. It's just they have no direction because remember, Chairman Fred Hampton was one of the biggest gang members. Yeah, but I mean, but the way he, it's been distorted. I mean, it's been yeah, totally but when distorted. he got with the Panthers, though, when somebody gave him a direction, he turned all those gang members into Panthers, and they were strong out there. 
You understand right. what I'm saying? True. It's just the distortion now is that through this music, through this media, everybody has the, I don't give a fuck about nobody shit. So it's like, what do you care about? So stupidity at this point. You understand what I'm saying? So if you say to, yo, if if if, if you end up, if you see somebody you ain't seen in a while, and you be like, yo, good seeing you, man, I love you. He look at you like, fuck you mean you love me? You understand what I'm saying? True we got True numb that. to love. We don't even know yeah. how to love each other no more. Love got made put with gay. You know what I'm saying? So That's it's right. like we so damn, we so lost now that we don't even know like how to love else. each other. Yeah. yeah, if you don't know how to love somebody, how could you love yourself? If you That's look true. at if you look at your brother and you say, "Damn, yo, he doing this thing." Yo, that's love. You happy for him. People are not like that no more. They look and say, nigga think he the shit. Fuck that nigga. He don't do nothing for me. Yeah. That's the mentality we hear. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's true. And see, that, that, that goes a lot with, like I say, you know, the reason that, um, you know, even if you go into an area that's, you know, you know, uh, whether the energy shut down, it's, you know, because, you know, you, me, and other brothers choose to stay conscious, you know, this is something you have to work at every day. And because you choose to stay conscious and not get dumbed down is the yeah. reason that you're not affect. you know, us in general, we're not as, as affected as much as other people are. You know, you get people, you know, I, I got this, you know, um, my brother-in-law, for instance, you know, you know, I mean, he's totally lost. That's all he talks about is, is, is gang this, king that, blood that, crip that. I'm like... This guy is like, uh, to me, I told him, I said, I don't know you anymore. I had to cut him off. I said, I don't know you anymore. I, I tried to give him some knowledge, but then I shut it down real quick because I see that he didn't want to learn. So I said, you know what? You know, I'm, I'm not going to let you be a vampire to me. I'm going to let you go ahead and do your thing. But the thing is, what I'm saying is, you know, um, a lot of people don't choose. You know, you, you have to choose to stay conscious because right now, like you say, everybody's getting shut down. They're getting dumbed the hell down, worrying about shopping and all this here bullshit. But, you know what um, your brother-in-law yeah. need? What's that? Need a hug, man. You know, I've I've given it to him. I've given, but, but see, people he, though, he, but he, see, he's look at he looks at the crowd. hug he, as what? He look at the hug as what? Something gay. As gay, right? He can't yeah, even true. he can't even accept a manly embrace from a man. But he's following another crowd, gay. you know. I, I, yeah, I this is what I'm man. saying. But this is how they tricked us into not loving well, look, each other. Yeah, but, but white sag. people let a dog lick their mouth and say, "I love you, socks." Tell you the truth, I'm gonna get into one if you're a damn clone. I was like, you ain't even the same person no more. Are you a clone? Are you real? Are you an imposter? I said, you ain't the dude I used to know. What's wrong with you? Because he done totally went off the. So you know, I don't know, man. There's all types of cloning going on too. So I, sometimes I wonder. Well, sometimes with with people, because I, I got a like a, I got an influencer. I was a gang member too. You know what I'm saying? I was. We started our own gang, the Raiders in the Hood. You know what I'm saying? And um, I was highly active in everything fuck shit you could think of, besides rape. You know what I'm saying? But um. My thing was, sometimes shit got to happen to you for in order for things to get real for you. Because for sure. a lot of us is walking around naive, and then some, sometimes so many things happen to us that we numb to pain. Yeah, I, yeah, literally such such died, <laughs> Nick, Yo, listen, Bar Kim died, we going to get some weed, we going to get some Henny, and turn up for him. Because if you ever notice, right? Black people is always looking for an excuse to party. Black people mm. are the only people I know that will turn a baby shower into a fucking party. Party and bullshit, yeah. <laughs> will turn a goddamn a christening yeah. into, a, into a party. True indeed. 
We're always looking for a reason to celebrate having nothing. And one of my favorite things I like to say is stop bragging about having nothing. Because if you're bragging about Jordans and you're bragging about your new watch, you don't have nothing. Because that shit got has more, no value. Got, got more, I've seen people that got more Nike sneakers in their house than they got furniture, man. Yeah. Look, family, I want to inform the uh, callers, 347-637-2135, 347-637-2135. It's about three-something minutes remaining to the live stream. We will be going in the overtime, 347-637-2135. Let us get another caller in before we finish the live stream. I want to definitely say thank you to our caller. Thank you, bro. Indeed, my yes, brother. Peace. 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 Okay, let's go to the 410-510-595. I think I know who this is. Peace, my brother. Peace, Lord. Peace. Peace, Lord. Peace to the whole fam. I, um, I'm really uh, at a different place, I mean, because when I... <laughs> first logged in and, and heard you guys talking about part two of the last show. Uh, I had set in my mind what I wanted to address with regard to that, but then y'all brought this brother on who just, you know, inspirationally obliterated. Well, he just made everything step back so it could have room to process what he said. So <laughs> so uh, uh, it's not going to be as coherent as I had first intended, but I, I want to first elaborate on what we heard and the last show, because the brother said he explained a universal law without even putting it in the context of universal law. You know, that's how you you know when you know when it resonates with you. Number one, that it, that is real. You know, your your conscience identifies the reality of a thing and uh, identifies it as fruitful and. Uh, therefore projects it to the forefront of your mind uh, with an impression or an aha, you know. <laughs> and the brother said, you know, um, that he noticed how the morals of people change when it comes to dealing with money, that their values and their morals change. And I said uh, in the in the chat that, you know, morals and money are combined. They're, uh, they're, they're, uh, they're of the same essence. They, they they have everything to do with worth and worthiness, which has everything to do with value and valuables, and therefore materialism and morality are combined. Someone else said money and morality ain't mixed, and I'm you know I understood what their response was because they're looking they're saying that a moral person isn't bound by materialism, but you have to understand that the nature of the substance in terms of what is identified as worthy or unworthy come from a moral point of view, all right? And right. it has always been, I mean, money has not always been in terms of, you know, coinage, in terms of uh, 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 transmitting utility, utility in, 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 in place of uh, the actual object you're seeking to obtain. So money did not always exist. It extended from the moral. And they were talking about how your merit, and your word was determined. I mean, they are actually going around the zodiac chart, man, from any school you want to come from, Egyptian, Greek, Babylonian, Hindu, Chinese, it doesn't matter. The order of manifestation comes out, comes in that fashion. The first thing you need when you get here is, is sustenance, providence, or, or provisions. 
You have to eat. You must take in. That uh, breathing is, is considered like eating, you know. It's not <laughs> you're ingesting a substance into your body and using it to uh, motivate, using it to maintain energy. So breathing and eating is the same thing, you know, in, in, that, in that respect. They also both have right. everything to do, everything, every single thing to do with your health. Okay, so you when you look at the connection between that and you understand that the morality it, it, it cannot be uh, unaffected by materialism because you are now discerning whether a thing is right or wrong, whether it is right to buy this or the wrong time to buy this, and rights and wrongs have everything to do with morality. Well, they, you know, if you remember the television show that came on back in the eighties? What they won't do for money. You won't, right. you won't uh, 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 disturb your house or, 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 or the, the sanctity or the peace in your house for anything. But uh, 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 the opportunity to make big money will change everything that goes on in that house. You know, everybody's got to get up. We got to move. We got to do this. We have, we, you know, this is, this needs to change. So uh, the whole activity changes. Your whole idea of what is valuable to you changes when money comes into the picture. What is valuable and and should be set as a priority with that regard comes into the picture when it comes to money. So they really were point. He was really pointing to an aspect of human nature is going to be like forever. It's never going to change whether we use Bitcoin currency. Da 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 da. There's still the the possession and the possessiveness is going to be linked in the human nature. But um, I also wanted to talk about what the brother was saying in terms of what we need to do to get organized. You know, it's it's really some work that they've done on us mm-hmm. in, ter- in, in terms of, you know, anytime, like he said, uh, you know, I just wrote something about this recently. You know, the, the, young, the younger generation look at the older generation and, you know, like we did when I, like I did when I was 14 years old. Man, he's old. He don't know what we got, what we into, you know. And the fact that they were able to uh, eliminate the, the the cardinal factor or the pivotal factor, in other words, the men, the strong men, from the from the neighborhood through greed and the hustling game and you know through crime and criminality stereotypes and all of that, you know that has become so far ingrained. You know, I absolutely personally am at a point of hopelessness. It's just the fact that I have a strong spirit that I believe we we will find some way through this, right? But uh, to be real, if I just had to strip myself of all um, hope and optimism and subjective positivity, there's none. There's nothing. I couldn't show you one one ounce of it. If you put a shotgun to my face and say, yo, it's over for you. If you can't come up with at least something. I don't have nothing. Pull the trigger, man. You know, <laughs> I have nothing right now. Because, like, what can we do? You know, we have to actually, in our own environments, rebuild the positive image mm-hmm. that is necessary to promote and inspire the youth to be better. And it ha- we, we're not right. in control. We're not in control of any broadcasting mechanism. And those who are of our people are nowhere willing. I heard this guy with Tavis Smiley the other night on TV. This this nigger (laughs) had the nerve to say, you know, our people have been killing each other for decades. And I think it's outrageous that we would have such an outcry over the death of what? What did you say? Well, I wish it was your son. You know, that's a terrible thing to say for me to say, right? Well, too bad. You know, he needs to experience because he's right there taking the ticket. He done bought the farm. He just sold the farm and gave the cow away. 
to ensure the sale. You know, by telling us basically what he was saying. I don't know why you niggas in Ferguson are so upset. Y'all was killing each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, because we've been killing each other? That we're supposed to ignore this cop doing it, too? You, we ignore the fact that, 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 that Joe Barnes shot 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 Rick shot Ricky on the basketball court. Nobody's snitching on Joe Barnes, but so we should not be upset when a cop does it. Shut up. I mean, you know, whatever we do to ourselves is our business. You know, when it's somebody else doing it to us, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. You, you can see that, and and you know, I'm not saying that it's right that we're killing each other, but that's our business, man. The the Chinese, you think they don't kill each other, man? You think mm-hmm. they don't extort each other? You think that they don't police themselves? They don't hand their villains over to the enemy either. Okay, so they, we have to get to a point where we don't need a babysitter. Period. You know. So let me move on from that. Okay, in terms of, um, you know, motivating self to to uh, engage in a boycott. To ask for the boycott during Christmas season was ridiculous because how many of our people are woke to the fact that that is a mythological occurrence anyway? How many of them are willing to abandon holidays? You know, none of my peers do. I don't even, I didn't realize that it was Thanksgiving yesterday until I looked on Facebook. I wasn't even thinking about Thanksgiving or the festival of Sechmet, all right? <laughs> Which it really is. You know, when you look at it from from where we originated this celebration, but nonetheless, I I wasn't mindful of that. But how many other people are, can you break from that conditioning? They have no desire. Yeah, they have no like. For example, my own physical brother. Okay, he's he's conscious. He's he knows. Let's put it this way: he's been exposed. But consciousness is something off the radio to him. Like you know, nigga, you still listening to Eric B and Rock Kim? That's how he looks at the conscious community. You know, like, they don't even play him on the radio anymore. Like, what are you still talking that stuff for? This ain't the 60s. You know, so it, 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 even though he sees it, he's not going to make sense of it. My, and, it my, and my physical clings to Christmas like uh, like he's still seven years old. You understand? So the, the it has been so deeply ingrained in folks that it isn't even this generation that you should care about. I am totally giving up. I just want to get in the baby's heads and find a way to keep them from getting to the youth before it's too late for them. You see, I can't save a zillion drowning folks, and those are my peers. But you know what happens, though, fam? A lot of times when you try to get in the baby's head, it depends on who they live with. Because who they live with, you know, who they live with. I've seen women, you know, I've seen men raise their children not to eat pork, and I've seen women give their children pork. Your father ain't around here eating on some goddamn. um, Rebecca and Isaac shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I understand that. I understand it. It's at the point now where we can only get to those who we can get to. Mm-hmm. Really. And those are the ones that need it the most because it's the ones without supervision that are going to be the most reckless anyway. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones that we need to work on. And, you know, I don't know how it is for everybody else. And But for my own personal, there's no place I've ever been in this country where the youth don't gravitate towards me anyway. And I'm mm-hmm. almost 50 years old. And they still, they, they won't believe that I'm 50 when I tell them. So the, 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 there's a way that you get in their heads, okay? You know, I have a tool for that called Cosmophysics. It gets in anybody's head, right? So, it, it, but there's every everyone needs to find a way to appeal to those youth before they go and before they before they leap off that edge. Okay, I don't personally doubt that that the brother that got shot to death 
uh, was known as a problem in his neighborhood because of the fact that he wasn't working, he wasn't doing nothing positive, and this fueled why the cop wanted to kill him. See, do we contribute to the misbehavior of our own or the undoing of our own children by not training them how to conduct themselves? Mm-hmm. You see? And, you know, it's, it's not a matter of, well, he shouldn't. Yeah, we, we are in a war zone. So to say, well, it shouldn't be like that. I shouldn't have to teach my kids how to deal with it. Well, get, well, that's too fucking bad. You better Basically, teach your kids yeah. <laughs> how to deal with not getting killed by a cop because that's what's happening. Yep. You know? Yep. And if y'all notice, whenever Mars and Pluto conjunct in the sky, this in alignment, it occurs every two years. Yeah, Trayvon, two years ago. Two years before that, we could find an incident. Every two years, the police go on a killing spree. Mm-hmm. Pay attention, man. Every two years. And then that, you know, I, I had to look it up to make sure. I mean, every year they do something wrong, but it reaches a peak in the media and, and, and from a global perspective every two years. It becomes like a, 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 a ritual that they enact in order to, to monopolize and harvest the crop. Like, for example, you think they don't know that that cop is guilty of cold-blooded murder? But it behooves them to let him go. Why? Because that's going to make niggas demonstrate. It's going to expose that we got the opportunity to go out there and harvest a bunch of cases now. Mm-hmm. Look, his one case that that's what uh, we get. The, we get his tax, uh, uh, um, his treasury direct account. We get control of that if we lock him up. But what if we start a riot? Then we're going to catch like a, a, a at least a thousand people. That's a thousand times. Yeah, uh, all studies, treasury yeah, direct studies. accounts that we have control over for the next couple mm-hmm. of years. Do you understand me? It's about money. And the, the fact that we are the crop from which they extract that money is, is the thing. Yeah, so when Malcolm started, I mean, when Martin started promoting the boycott and people actively started engaging in it, yeah, they started sweating because we mm-hmm. are the foundation upon that which that profit is pivotally gained. It is mm-hmm. us. We are, when they say, oh, we got to distribute this. In other words, we got to get it to, to the niggas because we buy it. We have the widescreen TVs right when the billionaires get them, before the millionaires and the 100,000 get them. We get them because we want that image. We've mm-hmm. been so uh, broken down, for the lack of the term. We've been so broken and down mm-hmm. and to the point where we can't stand the thought of not looking the part. It doesn't, isn't even important that we be the part. It is important that we look the part in order to maintain some self-esteem. And that is what relegates us uh, as children in the eyes of uh, true civilized power or, 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 or power that has control over the sway of civilization. Let me put it that way. Okay? Because the, if, if, if we said, it ain't really about the, the, the sneakers you're wearing, champ. You see, our women are... are and, uh, are responsible for our behavior, and we are responsible for theirs. Women dress like that, spend all that money on cosmetics because a man ain't going to pay her no mind unless she's uh, adorned as such. So she's not going to be ignored, so she's not going to boycott the hair salon, period. And mm-hmm. at the same time, men are not going to be ignored by their women, and them and our women are not going to have a man that is wearing a pair of $5 sneakers. No, that's not going to happen. So because of that, and that is it right there. There's mm-hmm. no more than sexual desire right there. 
That's the end of it. It ain't got nothing to do with you looking apart for what? What do you need a brand new pair of Edge or $140, $250 sneakers for? What the fuck do you need? What, are they going to fly? What, do they help you run for real? You know? Do they do they help you get the work done faster? Do they add to your <laughs> bank account? Huh? Not at all. Yeah. That's right. We, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty too. I don't wear nothing but you know, uh, uh, Nikes and 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 Adidas and Pumas, man. Come on, be, because why? I don't want to be associated with that. Da, da, da. That's even. So I'm, I'm equally as guilty. But you're not going to kill nobody or stand on no line for twelve ass hours and be dead ass broke with no. Yeah, exactly. No I'm not going through all that. You have you know, more. I, I refuse now. I refuse yeah. now to pay for more than a hundred dollars for a pair of kicks. That's know? what I'm saying. Who, who you you can wear some of the things, but it's the you still have the morals, values, and principles. That you need as a man, as you wearing them shits. These dudes, this all that matters to them. Is yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. Like and, I said, and the reason why that's hungry. all that matters is because they, it, the attention that it catches them from the opposite sex, and we and both genders are equally as guilty. You know, I saw a post on Facebook. I'm not even going to mention who wrote it because I really like her as a person, but her the, the, her opinion was really offensive when they said, "Yeah, well." It was the men out there selling crack during the 80s. Like, there wasn't no women out there engaging that activity, man. It wasn't just mothers engaging their sons and encouraging their sons to do so they could pay rent. It was women that was like, I ain't messing with a nigga here if he ain't got a hundred kids. Yeah, he ain't no baller. I, and, and, and yeah, that's right. And I'm not even going to give this nigga the time of day unless he make it rain when, they, when he coming. So, you know, that type of thing right there is what we need to work on. It's a moral issue, man. Morality mm-hmm. is the foundation upon which anything material is made manifest, man, because you have to give it some value, okay? Whether it's good or bad morals, it's morals, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's hot or cold water, it's water, you know? So it doesn't matter uh, whether a person is righteous or it still involves a moral precept. And until that is realized and, and worked to plan, see, in religion, has taken the place of morality, and you know the, most, the predominant religion in this territory is Christianity, where you know I can cut your head off, and as long as I believe that Christ forgave me, you're you're through, and I'm good. I'm not going to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna rape your mother and cut her head off, and I'm gonna pray for forgiveness, and it's gonna come. So it don't matter. So they've destroyed the moral base with a uh, 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 with a. Uh, Intoxicant with a with a subjective emotional mental psychological right yeah right. I think no right opiate. now though I think right now if you ask somebody what morals is they can't even tell you anymore because every person mentality is and well let for those of you out there who are who are jetting to your dictionaries that's good it's just a, it is the the foundation from which you determine whether something is right or wrong mm-hmm. you know that's it that's what moral morality is is it good or bad. You know, but it depends on what that instrument is if, and if it's popular or not. You know, see, this is where morality starts to be shaped by the collective. And mm-hmm. the, the, the propaganda appears to be the collective opinion when it's not true. You know, like they tell you that the that people of color are a minority in this country. I can't go to any major city and see us outnumbered. So how is that? The truth of the matter is we probably outnumber them entirely. Actually, head for head, you understand? Well, per capita, you know? So, therefore, we need to start to, to examine ourselves and our conduct in that context. You know, people need to really, I mean, I don't know how you're going to get it across, 
to people that, you know, you need not to engage in activity that promotes their precious position to, and, 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 and to maintain a luxurious life. I think one of the ways that we got to start um, spreading to the youth is let them know intelligence is cool. Intelligence is gangster. Don't look at dudes as they all washed up and sitting around eating vegan patties and you know because it's the it's the impression that they have of certain conscious dudes like oh he probably in the crib burning incense all day. You know what's really deep, Badu. bro? I don't I don't even um I don't encounter that personally anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean I did as a youth, all right, but as a grown man, like since the age of twenty five, and mind you, I'm I'm forty nine today, right? I'm mm-hmm. not today, Happy but bonding. I'm forty nine yeah. at yeah. this time, okay. right? And at the age of 25, I didn't get that. You know, once I reached adulthood, it doesn't matter where I go. People respect me for my intellect, okay? Mm-hmm. And they, that's what they honor me for, If that's even if that's not what I'm seeking to project. You understand? So even, you know, even the most, I, I was in prison for almost 12 years, okay? And mm-hmm. it, 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 it never failed to astound me how the most ruthless killers, all of them wanted to be my best friend. So I asked one of them, when, you, know, you know, what is it about me? Because I'm not running around here trying to kill all these niggas, stabbing everybody, trying to be the tough guy, you know? He's like, man, your brains is enough, man. We need niggas like you. So this is like they don't know and that they don't recognize, okay? But look, so you said 25, right? Mechanism. You said 25, other... so you're dealing with 24 years ago. Today's youth are No, raised... what I'm trying to tell you is I'm still active with today's youth. They still honor and re- respect intelligence, Amongst each other, more than it, people really think. Yeah, so you know, I'm saying I'm not saying you're dead wrong. I'm just mm-hmm. saying I have not personally seen in my travels in the last 25 years where they were getting on each other for being smart. What they were doing was they were getting on each other for the lack of the same value system. Yeah, I think what what I you think ain't nothing. Of, not because yeah. you're smart. You ain't nothing, nigga. Because you don't value these sneakers. Because you don't. Yeah, value yeah. These no, the the issue is is when you is when when it, it goes back to what you were saying. It go back to the morals because if you look at the movie Menace of Society, which was a hood movie that you know had a lot to do with uh with our youth, the smart kid was Sharif. And what did yeah, they say yeah. to him? Nobody want to hear that shit, Sharif. So that yeah. became the saying now. Once you start, man, nobody want to hear that shit. Pass that weed. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody well, want to hear yeah, that shit. They want to hear it until it gets in the way of them making money. Exactly. This is what I'm going to go back to the morals. Go back to the morals. If they got yeah. to compromise something where they like, they don't want to hear have it. a sense of fashion, like, what do I have to give up to be this? Because I'm not willing to give something up and to expose myself and have no cover because Sharif got wet up at the end. This is what I'm okay. saying. He died like he was a like. But look at black exploitation in the '70s. You know, you had the brothers on the corner selling papers, saying "fight the power" and "fight the man" and "off the pigs." But then you had the pimp pull up with the cars, the girls, and the jewelry. Who you think the children wanted to follow? They went after the morals of the flash, opposed to the guy that was fighting the system that got the pimp out here pimping his own people. Exactly. You know, it, it, and, and, I, and I'm saying that what we have to do is let them know. It is cool, it is fashionable, and it's okay to gravitate towards intelligence. Yeah, and to act intelligent con- consequently, you know. Yeah, because they, they, they might say, damn, fam, you still wearing Pumas? 
niggas don't rock those no more. Yo, he on that he on that black power shit. Yo, you know they don't know how to dress and all that. You know what I'm saying? So when a nigga come and say, I'm in love with these hoes, I'm in love with the cocoa, he gets all the attention because he ignorance gets rewarded. We always gotta remember that too. Or ignorance gets rewarded when it comes to these to these crackers. They going anything to dumb the people down and keep us in a certain condition, oh pay him because he's gonna push that shit forward. So when you got somebody well, coming forward let's be honest. Let's be honest. And I hear us saying that a lot. That's why I made my mention earlier about rap music and corporate sponsored and how we need to make the differentiation. The people made that dude hot. The majority mm-hmm. of the shit that comes out, you know what I'm saying, corporate gets behind it. afterwards, the people are the ones that was co-signing Bobby Schmurda, right? Buster found him in the club. They said that they was making him repeat it four or five times. He didn't have a record contract when he was doing Touchdown. The mm-hmm. people want that. He's in a strip club. The people want him to do I'm in love with the Coco over and over. That's not because the labels are sponsoring him. That's something mm-hmm. about his magnetism and the way that he's delivering that song and the way that it's connecting with people because it's putting them in the fantasy of where they want to play their Tony Montana shit out. Mm-hmm. The Jesus Christ. I'm really, I'm really feeling what that Tony brother Tony Montana said died in the end. <laughs> that we got to make, we got to make. So did Jesus. Hold on. So did we got to make intelligence mm-hmm. the new cool. <laughs> believe yeah. me, believe me, we have to make intelligence look uh, Gotta make profitable. it look damn. We have to make that, it look profitable <laughs> because if it, it doesn't matter how cool it is either, if it is not profitable. All right, see? this is what I tell people. This is how I combat that. I own one of the biggest websites in the world. Do you think I'm broke? Do you think I don't have anything? <laughs> yeah. Only a fool will own something big and not have any money from it. Indeed. So I'm not hurting for money. But I'm also okay. not buying your Jordans. I'm also I, not. Look, I don't mean to just kill the subject, but I also wanted to talk about Bill Cosby. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah. That's you know, important. See, uh, Bill. You know, I. I mean, I call this Bill getting what he deserved in terms of what he put out there because his whole climb to the top was dissing. Richard Pryor, dissing Eddie Murphy, talking about you know they cursed too much and uh, he was just hating on the fact that they was getting more money than him. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, but he was very, very, very ingenious in, in, in practicing crazy ingenuity when he bought up CVS, bought different shares over the years for his family members until he amassed enough to actually justifiably step in and perform a corporate takeover. They reminded him then, look, nigger, don't get out yeah, of hand. Yep. You're, you're still a nigger. We're not giving you CVS. You crazy? We didn't, we're not going to give it to you. I believe the death of his son had a lot to do with that. You know? Like, you know, you want to be, you, you, want, you want to run the media in this country? Okay, well, let me see how well you can do it while, while you're planning a funeral for your son. You got other kids, too. You, you want to take care of them? Just st- stay in your place. Same thing with Teddy Pendergrass. When he tried to go independent, what happened? The next thing you know, he's in a car accident with a homo, okay? Mm-hmm. So they, they, they're going to destroy the black man, and they and you think they're going to take it easy on him? No. And, and to be real, the brothers of Sagittarius rising, which pushes sexual desires in the place of his undoing, okay? And Saturn coming through there by transit, it was inevitable that he was going to fall through that activity, even though he's been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. Okay? Even though well, they... Well, you, and you know what, them, they let you do fuck shit. They fund your uh, fuck yeah, shit. Because, so they can have something on you. So they can so have they can something control on you. you. 
Yep. That's right. That's a part they, of, of most they encourage it. You're going to do they this shit, it. too. So when you, whenever you get out of yeah. line, we're going to let everybody know what you've been doing. All right. That's right. Let me you do are, this, boy. And until then, yeah. you, you know, if you can. And the well, thing I'll is, quit. like, oh, they're trying to destroy him now because any positive black image. Look at Michael Jordan. They sought to destroy him over a golf bet, man. Like, when is it immoral to, to bet on your own game when you got money like that? You dig? But they, they made that an immoral issue. I was watching this movie the other day, y'all. It just came out, and I forget the name of it, but it's about um, uh, this guy in L.A. who 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 starts filming. He becomes a freelance news uh, uh, media catcher. You know, he catches news stories out there. Oh, yeah. You talking yeah, about yeah, that movie about the 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 reporter? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. There you go. Now, the 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 Slamming a baseball wrapped in barbed wire, a baseball bat <laughs> wrapped in barbed wire in our backs, y'all. They are actually telling us what they're shoving in our backs. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not just raping you, and then you figure out later what they fucked you with. They're telling you, oh, we're getting ready to, ra- to rape you with this. With this, and, yep. you know, and, and, they, and then they do it. Yep. So, with your consent. Because this is what she said. We need stories. We need victims. Not the kind that happened downtown, the kind that happened in the suburb, because our audience is moved. See? Our audience. Who the fuck is that? Our mm-hmm. audience is moved by crimes against white or uh, middle uh, middle class citizens. This is what we want to report. You see? So that way, because that justifies the uh, the fascist, you know, trend to, to, to promote fascism in this country. You know, when you get the middle class people who are the bulk of the, of the even though there is no middle class anymore, right? The, the so-called middle class, they, this is who, their complaints and and preferences are what laws are based on prevalently. You see, so if you can get them disturbed, and they and then she also mentioned in this movie that they only wanted you know black on white crimes. They, they, they weren't concerned about black on black crimes. That's not news. We want that to perpetuate. <laughs> you dig? We want the the black on white crime to 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 be. We want there to be a crisis about that. And anybody watching that, I said to myself, God damn, how can anybody watch that movie and that shit go over their head? And then they walk out that theater talking about some racism isn't as bad today as it was in the '60s. Are you crazy? You know, you you think sticking dogs on niggas and and um. Uh, 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 hanging niggas in the street is worse than just shooting, just gunning them down now for no reason. It, what, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? It's better now than it was then. Why? Because now, now you don't suffer. They just kill you immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, that's why it's better now. You know? Yeah, they don't so, sneak in the middle of the night. They come in the day now. <laughs> they, yeah, 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 yeah. They shoot you in broad daylight, gun you out. Yep. Say he was scared. Now, that's what gets me, too. You, how do you promote and, and condone a police officer being in a state of fear and panic. That yeah. is the last nigga. He's supposed that to stay here. That's, I, said that, I said that earlier, though. He's supposed to protect the server. He out here. Exactly. Scared. You know, KRS One, <laughs> KRS One spoke to that t- t- terribly. Okay, 
when he said yeah. when in it rhyme, that's the sound of the police. Who's who's supposed to protect us? You know, you you were hired to protect us. Who's who protects us from you? Basically, mm-hmm. is what he was saying. And uh, really, man, this stuff was prophesied. I wanted to get it at by this movie that came out in 1979 called The Warriors. Oh yeah, okay? my favorite movie. And yeah, and but the, I put the edited, I put a link to it on my page, y'all. Ra'aku, R-A-A-K-H-U at Facebook. All right, I put the link to the to the deleted scenes, which I had never seen. Yeah, yeah, I they saw never those, knew yep. even existed. Mm-hmm. And I listened to them last night. The deleted scenes he is describing in this movie in 1979, what has only taken place in the United States for the in the last 15 to 20 years, y'all. And and how they edited that out of the movie, like, they must have known that this is what they were going to do. Because what he said was, if we don't unite, this is the part they cut out of his speech, the dude Cyrus. If we don't unite as gangs and take over the whole city, they about to bring a whole shipment of dope in here for all of us to get get drugged out. And then what happens? You get on drugs, you, you go out and commit petty crimes, and then lock you up, and there goes the recidivism. I mean, he broke it all down. And I said, damn, had I seen that at the age of 14 when I went to go see that movie, then I probably would have had it. I, I probably, my eyes would have been more wide open during the 80s. I'd have been, I'd, it had been more evident as to what was going on. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, but that, that still needs Hello. to be reviewed. That still needs, that's a message that is prevalent. And one more thing before, um, before I'm done pushing, pushing points, you know, it, it's a personal thing, y'all, you know. It's, it's real personal, and it's fear. It deals with your personal interests. This is the foundation of all fear. And we let Reaganomics, all right, that era of the 80s, separate the family, separate the collective. You know, because it used to be our hood, and it was our block. And in the 80s, it became my block. You understand? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we need to get back to that collective thinking, all right? And, and people aren't really ready to get back to that collective thinking until the catastrophe touches them personally, individually. Well, you have to start looking at the death of your brother, brother man, as the death of your brother man. You see what I'm saying? Seriously. Because if not, then they're going to continue to do so, just like they say, mind your business. Mm-hmm. See? No, we have a duty not to mind our business. The fact that every city, every county in this country, in this territory, has a law that states you cannot bear witness to a murder and fail to report it or you're as equally as guilty as that murder, says that you do not have the right to mind your business when an injustice has been done. Really. Okay? With to them. So we need to apply that personally. We need apply that personally to our own. The foundation of civilization is that you want for your neighbor what you want for yourself. I'm not being religious. You cannot live together in a community without a cohesive mutual desire to support one another. Period. That's why the word call from Latin is there, you know. <laughs> and that's, that's basically yes, all I got to do to assert. I welcome you to remain on the line. I want to open up another phone line while we still have time on this line, so Call up from the three four seven six three nine three three four seven three nine three. Call up, peace, welcome. Peace, 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 peace. Yeah, I was just really listening. Um, I'm not really the type of person that is watches the news and things of that nature like that. But um, I'm definitely aware of some of the things that you were saying. Some of it is definitely not what I would like to hear. 
But I would like to mention a little bit. Yeah, you can hear me clear now? Yeah, I hear you good. All right, let me turn the phone up. How about now? Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, One thing I want to say about us as a people is that uh, sometimes we pay attention to the wrong things, and uh, I know we are very, very powerful. And uh, they really take our power by uh, our awareness, what we pay attention to. What we give our energy to And when, you know, they show showing Bill Cosby These different things they're doing They're definitely doing something else On the undertone But you see what they put in your face It's like the flash So a lot of times I see when things is going on It's a lot of smoke and mirrors There's really something else that's happening While they putting all this flash in your face You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm So it's something else going on There's an undertone behind it, you know And, um we try to be That's a crucial point, man. That is a crucial point. You know, they play a lot of uh, theatrics with our minds, and they really, really use a powerful magic from the television. And I want everybody to really know that the television was was created for people to see into the spirit world. And the television is considered in magic to be a magic mirror, and it reflects different realities in front of you. So they learn how to encode and script realities in your face, and then you react and read and apply it in your life. You know? So you know, television is big magic, and it's so crazy because everybody has to have one in their house. And before television existed, the radio was the primary way of controlling people and code. So television is a big, big, the big, big magic that they use against us, and it's powerful. There was a there was a uh, a movie uh, about the news, something like what this brother was talking about. But at the end of the movie, it's very old. The guy's going off talking about television, and you'll do anything if the tube says. If the tube says jump, you're gonna jump. He was going off, and um, that's very very true. Yeah, network. If, uh, yeah, yeah, that that's the movie. People should take a look at that. The end scene, you know, you could probably type it up on YouTube. And then you understand what kind of magic it is. In, in the other movie, when uh, I think it was Jim Carrey, he was living a TV show his whole, his whole, his whole life show. in the movie. Right, right, yeah. right, right. A lot of people was living that Truman show. We all. Really. Tell yeah, I, Sam, I think in a lot of instances, though, if if you notice, like, if, if, if Boardwalk Empire is on and, you know, something happened on Boardwalk Empire, people are talking about what happened on the TV on the damn computer now. At one mm-hmm. point, you used to be on one or the other. Either you on the computer or you on the TV. Now they on both. Oh, yeah. Right. They got it's a over. site that's for, <laughs> called TV Junkies, man, I think it's called, on online. So you don't, if you don't own a television, we got a television right here at this site. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So now when they're talking about when it's a trending topic, Nucky Thompson got killed, now it seems like you ain't in the know, so what you start doing? You start watching Boardwalk Empire because you can't be having people talking about a bunch of stuff and right. you don't know what's going on. Because you so want to keep a, up with your timeline. It's a progression. Look, and we, exactly, and what, and what we don't what we what we don't realize about a lot of stuff. <clears throat> everything is a database, man. Everything is a data. They build a big database on us, and we give them so much of us. You know, when you sign up for Facebook, look how much of your personal information you have to put on there. Now they have fingerprinting on the damn phone. 
and people mm-hmm. are willingly giving their fingerprint up just so people can't get into their phone. Oh, yeah. And, and, so where is and, your fingerprint and, going? And everything in your phone is in the database. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. So when and, and what's the first thing that we say? People need to mind their business. Well, you done gave up all your business. Yeah, you ain't got none. You ain't got no personal business. Yeah, you ain't right. got no business. No, which brings which brings something else to mind, y'all. In April, my computer got infected by by hackers and a, and a virus. Okay. Uh huh. And you know, I went through the proper means to preserve my technology because it, it it is how I make my sustenance. So, while I hired this team to to remotely access my computer. <laughs> The 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 tech was on the phone with me, and he kept saying to me, "Yo, stop moving the mouse." I said, "That's mm-hmm. not me. I'm not even in front of my computer." <laughs> so when I ran in the room, the mouse was going crazy. He keeps trying to put the mouse on the uh on you know so he can go into the control panel. The third party who had hacked my computer was in the background trying to prevent him from fixing the computer. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Straight out the fucking movies, man. You know, I freaked out. I was like, man, why couldn't I have had that on tape? Well, what dawned on me was the hackers had been there for more than two months, and my, I had not I had no tape on my camera. They had probably been watching me the whole time. Mm-hmm. The whole time. So you know, it's like, and if, you know, if you're oblivious to it, it doesn't make a difference how conscious you are of the fact that it's going. If you think it's not happening to you, you're not paying attention. To it. You're not putting it in that context. So people, you know, I'm not even a. <laughs> I don't even consider myself a serious roller and shaker. You know, like that. I don't have mass appeal. I don't have a thousand people ready to run down and demonstrate with me nowhere. So you, know, why would I be watched? You know. So, you know, whether it was criminal or government, who the, I don't know. I just want people to be aware of the fact that, as trivial as it sounds, you are being monitored by someone. Well, look how we monitor each other, because when something happens in the street, the first thing people do is pull out their damn phone. Oh, man. Look, a woman fell out. I was in Best Buy, right, um, earlier today. I had to pay my damn credit card bill, or, you know, I got taxes, so I went in there to pay my credit card bill. You know, it's a madhouse. It's Black Friday. People are shopping. A woman just fell out. Literally, just fell out. So you know me, I pick up my phone to call nine one one. You know, and um, the the cashier was like, "Oh, don't worry, security got it." But everybody else got their phone in their hand filming her. Yeah, you damn right. All these Spike Lee's and, and, and yeah, I'm and, like, you know. uh, <laughs> so if she died on the damn floor, what you gonna do with the footage? Yo, look how this lady died. No, exactly. yes, because if because I'm gonna get crazy hits <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Man, it's gotten to the point where social media dying. has become a point of status with our people. Exactly. All that, all that no, man, like somebody said to me, man, I'm famous on Instagram. Are you serious, nigga? Well, the well, people the actual well, well, the computer device and the and the and the, the technology desensitized people anyway because people will be in the same house texting each other now. Right. Somebody will text somebody in the next room, like, yo, you uh, ready? They celebrating (laughs) their whole life on a computer or telling their whole business, everything that's going on, and their emotional state, everything is going on YouTube. Everything is going on Facebook. Yeah, you're right. You know who broke up, who got a new man. Exactly. All that. Oh, I just got engaged. Everything they putting up, thanking God, making prayers on it. I mean, it's it's almost like they live in an alternative universe. They're not on Earth. You would be so stuck you in, in the bathroom getting a text from your people like, yo, you and your girl going through something? Yeah. like, what you talking about? <laughs> you just had an argument with her 10 minutes ago, and it's on the book already, and people is reading yeah. the subliminals like, yo, it's 
I read it online. You like what? Yep. We we there with it for real? And then no, you telling people like you said. Then you got the nerve to tell people you're mind your business. business when the whole business is now mining of business of data. Yep. Yep. You know, one thing is, I'm a real paranoid individual when it comes to this type of stuff. You know, I'm very conspiracy theory-minded. And um, when when I first got on the computer, I just knew better than to ever put my straw man or my actual locale in there, okay? So, you know, anybody who is naive enough to feed their personal actual you know, damage, uh, damaging information that could potentially be damaging on the computer, man, working with, you know, half the wit that God gave a peanut anyway, you know. But they need to know, man, you know, that it is all being monitored. Your information is being harvested and sold wholesale. Okay? Of course. Your email, your email address, your phone number, every time you make a transaction with a credit card that's in your name, you, you're just putting yourself deeper and deeper, embedding yourself deeper into the matrix, man. Well, you're walking around with a tracking device on your hip called a telephone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're walking you know? around. If you, walk, if you have an Android and it tells you the weather on the front of your phone, how does it know the weather on the front of your yeah. phone or where you're, you're at? Being tracked. Because it knows you got you your at. location on. Look, as soon as you go to Maps to find uh, uh, to get a route, it automatically shows exactly. up with a little blinking triangle to where right where you're at. Exactly, because it runs by satellite. When you go on the Internet, you have to get into cyberspace. Space. Yeah, exactly. It automatically pinpoints where you are. Look at the movie. What was the Will Smith movie? Um, um, damn. Enemy what of the State. Name of that movie? Enemy of the State. They knew where he was at. He was sitting next to somebody, and the dude was like, "Give him the phone." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you are you are being watched, you are being tracked. It's okay if you're doing what the hell you got to do because they're gonna watch you and track you anyway. You know what I'm saying? But it is ways where you could spread information, and a lot of times you have to tell people leave them phones. Why you think when you go into certain, you know, um, when you go into the prison systems and all that, they don't want them phones and all that shit in there? You don't want none of that information getting out that's in there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They they know where you at. Because you know what of I'm because of that 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 wireless technology, an individual now can can and you know they, they all they only need to be in the vicinity your vicinity. Exactly. You, there's no there's no wire tap, no physical tap. They tap into the cyberspace. They tap into the frequency. The IP address is your everything. Yeah, exactly. Your IP address is like your damn social security number right now. You know, now. your computer, you, you got internet, you, you, your wireless signal radiates outside of your house, man. But it come, but listen, it goes back to what the point that we was making the above point is that we didn't have access to anything outside of what our parents let us have access to. You might have snuck a beer. You might have snuck a hit off a joint. You might have snuck look at your uncle's ass books or whatever the case may be. But it was all sneaking, and it wasn't a constant thing. Now the children could get a hold of anything they want to at any given time, and With they're not even sneaking. Yep, and they're not even sneaking. It's amazing how, you know, I was on... um. Instagram, okay? And you know how you um you can go on those other sites that allow you to see the posts that they put like Icono Square and Yeah, yeah, and, yep. uh-huh. yeah. And something three sixty one whatever. You can see that. You can go and so I you know, I'm looking for people to follow, right? Or so you click on one of your followers 
followers, and you get to mm-hmm. see everybody that's following them, right? I saw little kids, man, in mm-hmm. in the lifts. Uh, and then when I click on these little kids' pictures, it goes straight to a site where, yeah, that 11-year-old boy has an Instagram site, and he has a collection of strippers that he watches. What else is wow. he doing? What else is he doing? See, really, it doesn't bother me that he's looking at strippers, because I was seven years old looking at my uncle's ass books, okay? Exactly, yep, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a natural thing, and to think that that's not going to happen at that young age, at that younger age, you're really ridiculous, because, you know, we learned what boys had and what girls had when I was in kindergarten, without any of our parents around. In class, I learned this stuff, okay? Not from the teacher, but from my fellow students. So, you know, the, the point of the matter is that... That if they're able to do that unsupervised, what else are they doing unsupervised? Okay, this is what I'm one saying. of the very first messages mm-hmm. or, or, or news stories yeah, yeah, about yeah. hackers that reached the media was back in 1980, uh, uh, 88, 1989, where the the son of a federal uh, 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 judge, his name was Grant, Judge Grant. In, in Virginia, was guilty of hacking into the FBI computer. Well, I met this kid. He lived in D.C. in Georgetown, right down the street from where I was going to school. I was going to Duke Ellington, all right? Now, he told me. He was like, man, yeah, I was all the Newsweek. I'm like, for what? Because I didn't believe it. You know, I had no knowledge of it. And this was before the Internet was a household thing. He said, man, you know, I just had to come back from court, you know, because me and my friends hacked into the CIA database. He said, man, we had hacked into other places, too, military, data, blah, blah, blah. That's just where they got caught at, okay? So children uh, uh, have access to this technology, are going to be able to do way more with it, you know, and, and, and they are being exposed to way more than we've ever been exposed to. So you can look to the future generation as being way worse than ours. And if yeah. we look at the trend from the Reconstruction era, all the way up to the present day, with each successive generation, they have been successful in bringing us down further. So for, for those of you who had plans that sound like the March plans, that sound like the committee plan, none of those solutions work. We need something new. You better get brand new on their ass. You know? And you know me. I, I am militant. I am quick to defend myself against violence with violence and I know that that's not the most rational so don't it you know take my too. attitude for the <laughs> most uh for the most exemplary because I'm I I I move out of rage and anger too all right but I to, but to be rational we need to really de- dismantle this strategy that they're using and it should be able to be done we don't need a whole lot of people to do it, you know. The Castro was a very small organization to take over Cuba, okay? And he held it down to, until he got sick, and he still passed it to his brother, so it's still in the family. So it is not difficult to overcome a superpower even without violence. It is not difficult. It's a matter of exerting your will, okay? No. You know, but but before we but before we get off um something, I want to I just want to make a point of something. Now our issue is identifying the enemy because we automatically say by nature the enemy is the cracker, the enemy is this. But what about the dude that's paid by the cracker that are paid agents? That's how I look at a lot of the rappers. The provocateurs. Exactly. Yeah. They're they're paid. Like I said, Michael Brown's stepfather was the one who said, burn this bitch down. 
But he wasn't looting and doing nothing. Yeah. But he made everybody else do it. So when the pregnant girl lost her eye, got hit in the eye with a beanbag, you know what I'm saying? You got blood on your hands, bro, because you hurting, but hurt people hurt people. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and that's the one of the things that we have to stop. I don't want, look, if I'm going to incite something, I'm going to be on the front line. Now, if y'all going to follow me, y'all going to follow me. But I'm going to catch wreck, as we used to say back in the days. You know what I'm saying? And I don't yeah. care who with me. Don't be like, go do this while I'm standing here and I'm going to watch it on TV. Because how could you gloat about rioting in your own neighborhood? You destroyed your own shit. Yeah, it ain't like they went and took that to the people that make a difference uh, in terms of making a change. That's what I'm saying. Change, the precinct was still standing. <laughs> the precinct was up Those are the enemy Because that's the person who Killed your child So why are you looting stores That had nothing to do with the killing of your child Yeah You know what I'm saying And I always tell people Anybody who Tells you to risk your safety Or risk your freedom And they're not doing it Is not your friend Because somebody who's going to give you real sound Advice they're going to try to keep you out of harm's way, and they're going to try to keep you rational. And if you are going to get buck wild, they're going to try to tell you how to do it, to not get yeah. caught and not get hurt. Anybody who tells you, burn this bitch down, what, what did that off? Your son's still dead. Yeah, and police right. are going to be still killing. Yeah, and, and now you're just saying the police, you know, one one wrong move and the police is just just letting off on everybody. No, it really don't even take a wrong move, man. This is what I'm you, saying. You know, they already wrong, shot and you killed you your you son for nothing. Complexion. So you sent other people's kids to get killed for nothing. For your selfishness. Yeah, Michael Brown being I mean, murdered. You know, he was being a hothead, and at some point, you know, we have to address this whole hothead, hot nigga phenomenon. Exactly. That, exactly. It's amongst us because what the country's telling you is that, look, if you're not going to take care of this nigga issue, we are. And this is how we're going to approach it. So what is it going to be? You know what I'm saying? Is that your saving grace or is that your faltering point? How are we going to deal with this? We don't want to deal with it. We don't even want to discuss it openly. Because it's going to get dealt with. We want to call it something else. And everybody's walking away and backing up from it. And they're like, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't really know. I've never felt such hopelessness in my life, man. Like you said. The music, the deaf culture is criminalizing the mentality of these young boys that are not necessarily thugging. That 12-year-old was not a thug. You know what I'm saying? But why did he have a BB gun? Why was he brandishing? You know? Because Mike he's trying Brown. to emulate what he saw, what he Yo, but peep this, right? This is why I was saying we got to make intelligence cool. When when um, Eric B. and Rakim came out, Rakim, I don't think he had initially had all the lessons at first because he made Eric be his president. He didn't really give nothing in it, even my melody. But then when he started really getting into the lessons, he started giving to us. But who was cooler than Rakim? You wanted to Nobody, dress like him? Was this is what I'm kick. saying. Even Big Daddy Kane was giving some of the lessons. Who was cooler than Kane? You understand what I'm saying? So intelligence was cool. But- did I notice in the music? It's a it's a loop it's a loop era of the, of the drug culture, uh, fat fat rap. You know everything is in succession, but the drug era has been uh, it's just in loop form. So every every song is about selling drugs or, mm-hmm. or my whole this. Well, turning it's up, like, yeah. 
And, and the next thing is there's no women. <laughs> One woman is not going to work. That's not that's not culture. So there's a whole bunch of men talking. That and it has a whole that throws everything off balance. Can't just be a whole bunch of men talking. We had a whole bunch of women in the in the first group of hip hop. It was MC Lights. It was it was a whole bunch of fire females, different kind of talents. It, man, it was it was four plus one more. It mm-hmm. goes back further than that, man. Agi yeah. P and the whole crowd. You know, it was it was level in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's see, hip. But see, that's hip hop culture, they though. Killed, they, they killed that's before the corporations man. came. Yeah, that's before the co- corporations came. Yeah, and yeah, said, yeah, yeah. They we can make money off this man. shit. Yeah, once once they came and said, well, we can make money off this shit, and we can control these niggas off this shit because they love this shit. We don't give a fuck about it, but let's find a way to monetize it and control them with their own shit. And once that happened, that's why I say when you think about corporations, corporations always make you choose. You cannot like two products if you fuck with a corporation. You cannot like Pepsi and Coke. You cannot like Burger King and McDonald's. You have to choose. That's why it's always a hip-hop beef because you have to choose. You cannot like Nas if you like Jay-Z, even though they're cool now. They do records together. They hang together and chill together. But people are still mad saying Jay-Z beat the nigga Nas, or Nas beat Jay-Z, but they cool because it's the corporations that fund all this shit. You cannot like Biggie if you like Tupac. You cannot like Pac if you like Biggie. Who funded all that shit? You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. those wars My were thing funded. Is, yeah. Was that corporation or was that the competitive nature of the quote-unquote culture? And once the culture became part of commercialism, we adopted and integrated a lot of these ideals. You feel me? But it still has I mean, to be funded, At some point. It still has to be funded because we, we all have the competitive nature of I rap better than you or I'm just better than you. But that mm-hmm. doesn't make me want to kill you. Mm-hmm. And it still has to be funded because Tupac still has to get around. Remember, this dude was broke from all the court cases. Yeah, he was, yeah, was dead-ass broke. He couldn't even get out of jail yeah. on a million-dollar bill. And they didn't want to bail him out because they didn't see no more money in him. But once he right. got with who? Death Row. Sure. The name is what? Death. All right? So that speaks for itself. Once yeah, he got with Death Row. Let me get another call in here before this call cuts off, y'all. Let me get oh, yeah, yeah. Caller. So, yeah, go ahead. Bring as many people as you can. Yep. Yeah. Let me get caller from 845-647, and I'm going to open up 718-576. And... You know, both of you brothers can have your questions and your comments back to back. Eight four five six four seven. Peace. Peace. Peace and love. This is Lady Bay, Big Mama, peace. calling from upstate New York. Oh, peace. Peace, peace, peace my hey. family. Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for um doing what you do. Um, you have brought so many topics to light tonight. I've only taken notes and um, thought about what I want to um, present forward. Um, We talked about a template. You know, um, the template is not real. Um, What they um, really show is that you can take a people and um, give them everything, but when the mentality is still, quote, unquote, ghetto, that is what you will have. Okay. Um, furthermore, we have raised a generation of very emotional individuals. 
They have a short-term memory for all the right shit, but a long-term memory for all the wrong shit. And what that means is that we we forget we forget that we are supposed to be doing so many greater things, so many greater things, and we have decided, you know, they have decided because not us, but they have decided to react upon the short-term memory of the things that are right in front of them. They are very reactionary and not proactive. And you all know that I am a I am a vanguard in the way of our people doing the right thing. I've done that for the last 28 years, you know. And and what I say is this is that um there's so much that we can be doing in the wake of what's going on right now. And while we choose to um, react in the way that we do, I can only say it's, it's a part of the program. They set the stage and the people uh, act out in a way that they expected them to. That is why it took a hundred days to make a decision. We all know it don't take a hundred days to make a decision. It makes a hundred days to decide how you're gonna tell the people. Mm-hmm. And when they decide to tell the people, they already had in place all of the devices to make us look like savages, which is to make us look like them. In retrospect, right. So I just say, I just say, in that regard, we knew, we knew what that was going to be. Why did we act that way? You know, as mother, I can't even understand and can't even say why we keep acting the way they want us to be. I cannot even say because we know better. We the conscience. Mm-hmm. No better. The unconscious. They do not. They and thus there's the, Beloved, the automatic expected response. Beloved, let me just say this. Oh native proverb that I have I have always brought to the forefront. We cannot pretend to be asleep when we know we awake. People know what's going on. Why was people surprised? They knew what was gonna happen. They knew what was gonna happen and they still acted out. They still acted out. They were not supposed to do that. We were we were supposed to respond as the kings and queens that we are. We know better. This but is sister, let me ask you one thing. <laughs> who gave who gave the direction and who stood on the forefront and said, if this goes this way, this is how we're going to react, and if it goes this way, this is how we're going to react. Nobody nope. said anything. Yeah. You're, no you're absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct in that, and I yeah. will I will stand by that and say that people assumed, and we always know what the word assume means, you know. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about, though, I will say this. We have been doing this thing right here long enough Long enough, we've watched this. We've watched this same demonstration play out over and over and over again. How many times are we going to allow this? 
How many times are we going to allow this to make us react instead of be proactive? Every time this thing stops, we always go back right to our, you know, normal programming. And that's why I'm, you know what, I'm going to say this. I'm glad. I'm glad that this happened by, quote, unquote, Black Friday, because guess what this showed? It showed that people was mad on Wednesday.